She's getting good at it. Vibe <laughs> check. Vibe check. It's the vibes. Yeah, it's the vibes. Damn, what'd you take? I got really drunk last night. Oh, shit. And now I'm just, I'm still vibing though. I feel great. I'm oh, like, yeah. no. I feel like I'm still drunk, but I'm not. Oh. I feel like I need a beer to chill me out. That's why you got a Bud Light enchilada? Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> Bud Light enchilada. that's where that Bud Light enchilada so came from. So like, out. when you take a nap, you're going to feel real shitty when you wake up yeah. from that nap, right? Well, or if, Unless you just go straight to no, bed. No, hydrate before you take a nap and you'll be good. She's still in her 20s. Yeah. Oh, really? Are you really? Mm -hmm. Barely. Damn. <laughs> what is barely? Oh, until December, right? Until 21. December, yeah. Then I'll be as in. soon as that 30 hits, it's over, oh, dude. Yeah. It's I all downhill. That hangover is just downhill at 30. Yeah. Especially with that Pinnacle Vodka. Yeah. No, so, so we have rocks on the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can fucking see her, but uh, she's on, and uh, this is our guest. <laughs> now we got the return of motherfucking Mike Shields, baby. Uh -oh. What's up, guys? And not the white fake. Yeah, one. not the white one. That's that's a fake guy. <laughs> Dang. I don't know where they pulled him out. He of. was probably AI generated. And yeah. he gets to do all the talking today. Oh yeah. Not a uh, Greg Duran and Chris Crawford. Chris Crawford. Yeah. He was a little jealous today. Was, oh. Man, how'd I get you to come back? Because they didn't want you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't hit you up. Yeah, Which like, one was jealous? Chris. Chris? He's always yeah. He's oh. he's he's jealous because I'm doing this show with uh, with Omar Gooding too. Oh really? Yeah. He oh, said. Man. I said. Well, how can you be jealous? You don't even know who he is. He said. I know him. He's like, show me the money. I said, no, that's his dad. Oh. <laughs> I said, you still don't have it right. Ripken. That was his brother. It's his brother. That's his brother, right? It's his son. No, it's his son. It's his son. What? Omar, yeah. Omar Gooding is. There's is, no way. You that's... thought it was his brother? I thought Omar and yeah, Kuba I thought were, they were brothers. brothers. No. No. It's his son. It's his son. What? Yeah. It'll be son. Oh. That's when they, and they look so much yeah. alike. Hell yeah. Like they look exactly Almost alike. Exactly that's alike. crazy. Yeah. That's his, that's him. This whole time I thought they were fucking brothers. <laughs> Dang. That's oh, shit, yeah. funny. And, 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 well, I, and I wanted I to call this. No. Yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. is the actor. So that's his yeah. brother. Oh, look. Sidney's oh. Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh. Cuba Jr. He's on and Wait. Like, show me the money from the football movie. Hold with, on. With, but wait. Yeah, they're brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, no, that's, that's his son. Omar. No. It says, it says Cuba Gooding Sr. is his dad. Hold on. Go back. Okay, so we're looking at Omar Miles Gooding Omar. Sr., yeah. right? And look at right here about there. parents, Cuba Gooding Sr., siblings, go down a little. Siblings, yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. That's his brother? What do you think Tommy Gooding does? Tommy Gooding, know, Tommy. Tommy Gooding Sr. They should all have their... <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. is his brother then, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, like, 1976 and then the... Oh, he's 46. So, yeah. Uh, hold on. Who's who's older? Cuba? Okay, 55. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nine-year-old. 
<laughs> He'd be nine if you had him. It must look like my mom. Oh, that's senior. Yeah. Yeah. That's senior. Jesus Christ, I'm so confused. <laughs> Is it because they all look alike? Junior. They do. They do. <laughs> they all look like oddly enough, you know, family. <laughs> you you said it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the word oddly comes in. Yeah. Oddly enough. It's like damn the stereotypes right this time. <laughs> Dang. Okay. All right, whatever. That's interesting. I fucking love Omar and Baby Boy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He always plays that gangster though. He's just, yeah. He's a, oh, really? When they get a character, say, "Oh, get Omar." But in Smart Guy, he was a dumbass. Was a, yeah. Mm-hmm. How long has he been doing comedy for? That's a good question. I don't know. Damn, I should have him here, right? Well, ask like I question. said, uh, <laughs> they want to come in that morning. Let's so do maybe it. we can ask him that then, or yeah. I'll find out before then. <laughs> how long you been doing it? How long have you known him, or or how'd you get in contact with him? Through Charles. Through Charles. Charles Alley. Me and Charles, we did. Uh, with uh, Mike uh, Winslow, we uh-huh. did that show. He said, man, I want to introduce you to Omar. We could do a show with Omar. Mm. Cool. At first, when he said Omar, because he, he said Omar Gooding Jr., I thought he meant Cuban. I, yeah. like, I didn't know he did stand my mind. Show me. I mean, he's yeah. funny in that, but I didn't know he did stand. Yeah. I said, no, 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 no. That's when he said his son. So I said, maybe Charles don't know. So I went by. Damn. Maybe Omar don't know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Omar like, that's my dad. It's uh, like one of those plots in a TV maybe show. Maybe fucking Wikipedia or Google doesn't know. Doesn't like know. one of those what? Plots in a TV show where they're like, yeah. I was actually your father and I wasn't old enough to take care of you. Dude, but he would be nine. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. He was probably... Bu- Black people start fucking early, right? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> See? Three years old. We're ready to go. <laughs> Dang. We're, we're fully loaded, man. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you got time for those kids? I need to change my own diaper. <laughs> You're the baby's kid. How often do you think they got started? They don't die. They okay, so last time you were here, you, you told right? us you did that um, Michael Winslow. You were going to do the Michael Winslow show. We did. So then you ended up doing it. How did that go? We had we did three shows. We did uh, one in Midland, and then we did two in San Angelo. Uh, the one in Midland that night, uh, it was kind of disappointing. As a matter of fact, he was more disappointed. But it was a, a weather, a real bad weather storm. Oh. And the only people that showed up were the ones that bought tickets online, you know, because you didn't want them. But, I mean... In Midland, they was having hailstorms, and, and uh, there was like a softball tournament. They had to cancel the softball Damn. tournament that they had that weekend. So they didn't, we had, I had like 12, 13 people that showed up for the Midland show. Oof. And he wasn't too happy about that. I said, well, hey, I don't control Mother Nature. <laughs> you know? so, Damn, he was mad at you? Yeah, well, he was kind of disappointed because he thought, he goes, well. Is he making sound effects? I, I, yeah. <laughs> like, no people? <laughs> he, he, did, he did get a little upset with me because uh, I picked him up from the airport. And uh, my car, uh, it was maybe about a month before the show, uh, I was on the highway in a, a truck shot a rock and cracked my windshield on oh, my shit. on my car. So when he got in the car, he's looking at the windshield. He's sitting in the passenger. And he's tapping the window. I'm like, hey, don't do that, you know. <laughs> but he's chasing the crack. He's like, "Is that safe?" I said, "Well, yeah, it, yeah. it's safe. I've been driving. Well, I'm planning on getting it fixed. I just haven't yet. Oh. To this day, I still haven't. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a plan. But he was like, "Hmm, okay." So instead of telling me that he was uncomfortable with the crack in my windshield, he tells his agent. <laughs> so his agent calls me and says, Mike, he said, before y'all do the show in San Angelo, Michael doesn't want to ride in your car. 
because of the cracked windshield. Wow. I'm like, what? I said, he was right there. Why didn't he say anything? <laughs> so I had to go and rent a car to drive us to the San Angelo show. Now we did the two shows in San Angelo's and both of those were packed. So we had a good show. So those two shows saved my ass because otherwise shit, that Midland show, I'd have had to pay out the ass for that one because <laughs> it was That's asking for very yeah. interesting. Dude, imagine that, right? Like you just, you just have fucking issues with the person next to you and you're just like, hey, you can tell anything. Mike I don't feel safe. <laughs> right now. And you know, now that you mentioned that, that might be when he did it because, uh, like, in the, from the airport to the uh, to the hotel, you know, he was constantly on his phone. So I was wondering if that's probably when he did it because his agent didn't call me until after he had checked in. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, you know, I'll see you tomorrow night. You know, we'll get this thing kicked off. So I'm driving home. Yeah. He goes, uh, I get a phone call. I say, hey, Mike, you get the yeah, I said, Mike, yeah, I got him checked in. He's good. He says, uh, What's wrong with your car? <laughs> I was like, what? And I thought maybe he meant for for comfort, you know, because you know it's Camaro. It's only you know mm -hmm. small, it's low to the ground. And he, when Michael came in, he had these two big ass suitcases. I'm like, shit. Plus one he carries on for his, his beats. And I'm like, damn, I don't know how I'm gonna get the in my car. But I had cleared my trunk out, so I was able to get him in there. And he goes, uh, what's wrong with your car? I said, oh, <laughs> nothing's wrong with it. <laughs> I picked him up on all four wheels and everything. <laughs> he goes, well, no. He says, uh, Michael says you have a cracked windshield. I said, well, yeah. I said, it's cracked, but I, you know, I got hit by a, a rock from a truck a little while ago, but it's still safe because it passed uh, inspection. inspection. Yeah. So he says, well, uh, he doesn't want to ride to the next show in your car with the cracked windshield. I said, like, you know, I, said, I wanted to say it. I didn't say it. I said, I could put some duct tape on it or something. Make you feel any better. Make you ride in the back seat. Yeah. Back seat and face backwards because yeah. the back one was great. But uh, no, nah, so I had to go and rent a car, which was not part of my budget plan at that particular time. So, ah, so it was a loss. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. I, was it cracked? Is it cracked all the way across? Mm -hmm. It went all yeah. the way across. Mine too. Yeah. And then I got another but, cry going up yeah, in the middle. And I'm I mean, like, okay. But, you know, it's not from the initial hit of the rock where there's a, you know, like a bullet shot or anything. Yeah. It's just, you know, the rock hit it and it just started to crack. Right. And that was it. I mean, he was like tapping on it like it was going to break <laughs> in. Called. I said, well, what happened if it had a broken? Were you going to pay for that shit? <laughs> yeah. You tapped on you, it? You, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was fine until you touched it, you know? Did he at least make but, some sound effects as he tapped it? No, he, he didn't do that one. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Can a windshield break? Like, well, see, a, a windshield, yeah. a windshield will break, or it, but it it'll shatter. Like, right? It's not gonna just. The, yeah, it just won't break from the crack. You, right? Yeah, it has yeah. to like different shards and yeah. shit like that. I used to wear cardio shit, so when we do that, we have to replace mm -hmm. the whole windshield. But even cracked windshields, if it's not, you know, if it's just the crack, it's not. You know, you don't have to rush to the glass shop. Okay, it then it wasn't it. safety. No. Oh, just, he doesn't want to be riding around. No, he just didn't want to crack with a cracked windshield, windshield. Mm -hmm. even though it was past inspection and everything. So I said, oh, or maybe he cool. just watched Final Destination before. Like, <laughs> oh, the log like, came through the window. Yeah. Oh, playing my arm. Hey, I'm time. gonna I'm gonna text uh, Mike right now. <laughs> like, hey, can you ask my shield not to hit my fucking? <laughs> 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 I mean, I get it because sometimes, you know, the message comes through me and gets to the to the guest like like Devin, Devin and her laugh. <laughs> you know, Devin Benish. You don't know Devin Benish? Oh, man. 
she said she was very popular. No, uh, she's a, she's a comedian we had on. She's a local comedian for San Antonio, but oh, you know, Mace, you don't know Mace either. Right. Um, anyway, uh, they're, they're, there's, they're up and coming San Antonio comedians, oh, cool. but her, but she, he, she recorded Mace doing a skit or a bit at a, at a comedy show and her laugh. So he shows us his comedy oh, bit no. and I'm like, who's recording your video for you? <laughs> He's like, Oh, that's Devin. She's a hilarious comedian. Oh, well, she, Devin. Man, her laugh Devin. is bad. Is it really? <laughs> it's bad. I don't know why we got on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have to give him the message that tell her not to laugh when we bring her on the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. I get it, Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. Was it, it? it was cool to work with, but uh, he was definitely a handful. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Is that the first time you've had someone like that? Have you had, or like um, more bigger names, kind of more... Well, you know, I would have thought when I did the shows with uh, Mike Epps, I would have thought Mike Epps would have been a bigger hamper. But no, Mike is easy. You know, I'm fucking with you. You fuck with me. Let's go. You know, (laughs) he he was cool. You know, come on back to the room. You know, we'll smoke. You know, I don't smoke. He said, we don't. We'll blow one up. You know, he was cool. Mm -hmm. But I would have thought he would have been a bigger handful. But no, he he wasn't bigger. And he's a bigger name. (laughs) Did you pass up on weed with him? Yeah, I wow. tell him I don't I don't do the weed, I, and I tell him you know because if I get high, I, I, oh I'm done. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like, I don't know what I'm sleep. Yeah, well I'll go for that. My son, funny story. My son uh, was working at uh, Sonics one day, mm-hmm. and uh, he calls and said, "Hey, Dad, can you bring me my my my, my pipe? My pipe. I thought he meant his vape pipe, mm-hmm. and I was curious. I was like, well, wow, you know, what's the deal with these vape pipes? I'm thinking it's flavored." Yeah, you know, so I'm thinking it's one of one of them flavors. So I took a hit of that. Oh man, my wife had oh. to come get me because I could not drive back home from Sonic where I dropped his <laughs> shit off because I was like, what the fuck? And she cracked up because she said, "Mike, that's not a vape pipe." I said, "I didn't know that shit." <laughs> I woke up four hours later. Four hours. I it knocked me the fuck out. Well, what was happening at Sonic? It was that's where he was working. Yeah, I know, but what so was he, happening? When, I like, guess on his break, it, he no, would go and no, no, no. For you, when you when after you hit oh. it, what was was the was the car spinning or what? Everything, everything was spinning, and it's kind of like you know you get that vertigo. Mm-hmm. But man, I was thought I was like thought I was seeing shit because things was kind of like going like in and yeah. out, and I'm like, what the fuck did I do? And my <laughs> <laughs> and that shit really because that was the first thing I looked at was my hand. <laughs> And my hand was like, looking like it was like doing this. <laughs> and I wasn't controlling it to do that. It was doing it on its own. And I was tripping. And I called my wife. I said, Charlotte, man, you got to come get me. Something's wrong. I said, I took a hit of Devin's uh, vape pipe. And she said, Mike, that's not a vape pipe. That was his weed pipe. So I had never hit weed before. And that shit fucked me. You hadn't smoked weed before until you accidentally smoked your son's weed? Pipe, yeah. He took a hit of his pipe. Wow. So, so. What? Yeah, had the munchies. I got up, was eating pizza and chicken. I was like, <laughs> you, you were in the military. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, got it. I was like, what happened? Yeah, I never did in military. Either. Any other drugs? Mm-mm, no. Of course, Whoa. when I was in the military, it was back in 18, 1980. 18. Yeah, <laughs> with the <laughs> muskets and the. That's how long it was. We didn't have it back then. In that time, is a time traveler. <laughs> he was fighting the red coats. Whoa. <laughs> coats and red coats, black. Damn. Coats. I, yeah. Do we know your age? 
No. 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 I guess, guess as a matter of fact, age? wait, 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 wait. You right. did ask me the last time I was on here. And uh -huh. when I told you, you didn't believe me then either. Oh, so we and do know And then you your did age. say, oh, well, I forgot. You know, I'd ask because you had asked me before we even oh, came okay. on air. Okay. And then you forgot. And I said, oh, that's right. I did ask you. So maybe you would smoke him before then. I don't know. <laughs> but he's got so, ADHD. You know, he's got ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, look, yeah, he remembers our names. Wow. Do you drink alcohol? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not like a fist, but yeah. 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 But I don't drink a lot when I'm on the road. Oh, really? Or when I'm what driving. about like well, when you do your gigs? No, if I, if I stay overnight, then oh, yeah. I'm, oh, really? I'm in it, I'm in it to win it. So. <laughs> do you drink while you're on stage or no, before? No, I, I never do. I, I will have, uh, you know, maybe a, uh, my favorite drink is the Long Island iced tea. So I may have one before I go on stage. Are you white, Mike Shields? People you think actually I am. are. I People think, think I'm the I'm the blackest, whitest dude you, they know. He took <laughs> off his costume for to kill Tony is what yeah, it was. That's exactly. what it was. That was my Halloween He's a shape shifter, That's what dude. it was. You're the whitest black man I've yeah, ever met. I've heard that before. Man, I feel like I should be nice to you. <laughs> that explains his Chris Crawford relationship. <laughs> exactly. Wow, oh, yeah. it works. Yeah, yeah I can see why they're friends. He sent me he sent me a video of a set he did at uh at at some military thing. Yeah, he sent it to everybody. Set. Oh, he sent it to everybody? Okay. He's I was proud like, of that. And here's the thing. I've known Chris for <clears throat> six years, seven years. Mm -hmm. When I met him, he was doing that set. Really? And the video you got is the same set. Wow. But it flowed. It seemed like it well, flowed. Well, it works for him because he down. was in front of a new audience that hadn't heard him. Oh. We did a show just last, what was it, Saturday, uh, Saturday night, Friday night, whenever it was, uh, and, and back in San Angelo yeah. at Rena's. Well, he didn't want to go on stage. The reason he didn't want to go on stage because it's his hometown. Uh -huh. His material uh, is bossy. the same. Yeah, they've heard it. So he oh. didn't want to do it. So he hosted it instead. That way he could do little bits and pieces and stuff like that. And then he could ad lib a little bit. So. Oh, no. But uh, it was still. Sounds his, like his, it's time, Chris Crawford. I've been telling him, telling him that for for years. Come on, dude. Now he comes up with some new material, but he just doesn't use it as much. He uses oh. his gold material. So, but oh. in an area that's saturated with Chris Crawford, you can't keep using that all the time. Yeah. And, but also like, um, it took a while for that to get good. It's going to take a while for something else to get good. You gotta he's good at it. it right? he, he's good at it when, when he, you know, he's got some other stuff. Now Chris is, is very, uh, how do you say why? <laughs> His jokes, a lot of times you have to think. Uh, cerebral. Yeah. So yeah. you have to think about the punchline. And then when you get it, you know, oh, okay, I get it. And it's funny. Yeah. But I'll tell him, I said, sometimes in front of crowds, people don't want to have to think about the joke. They yeah. want to laugh right when they hear it. You know, if you're too smart for them, or, you know, somebody might not even get it. Right. Yeah. But yeah. It's like talking computer language. Yeah. But that comes from his military background too, because he's an instructor. So he's very intellectual. Is there is there a huge difference between you performing in front of like a white crowd and a black crowd? Like, do you uh, change yes. your sets? Yeah, I have to. Because as a comedian, a lot of time, remember, you have to get a feel for your audience. Yeah. And uh, now, Mm -hmm. He just pulls the mask off. <laughs> no, no, I, I no, because I watched a set of his earlier of of yours earlier at Laugh um, at Jokesters, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I was like, that "Hey, was he's one. acting more black than he actually acts." <laughs> <laughs> now, if I've got a diverse crowd where it's a little mixed crowd, then I can, you know, I do a little bit of both. But yeah. if I, like, uh, where was I at? Uh, I was in uh, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. We was at um, oh, which one was that? But it was a uh, we had uh, uh, CJ Star was there. 
and uh, it was a more of a black audience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to be more blackish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to, I mean, I could tell the same jokes. It's just right. how I deliver it. Yeah. You know, to where I might deliver it as a white dude or a half a country <laughs> dude in front of the Latin crowd. I'm like, yeah, that's what that happened. That's yeah, what exactly. That shit. <laughs> I said, fuck that shit. You know? Exactly. <laughs> he put out a gun and just started fucking waving it everywhere. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so. That's versatile. Yeah. That's yeah. Versatile. And you have to be a lot of times. You have yeah. to be a lot of versatile. Have you seen this guy? He, Watch Kill Tony, right? Oh yeah. Oh, Cam, yeah. Uh, Cam oh. Patterson. Who? Cam Patterson. Cam. You haven't seen uh, him yet. Uh, 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 oh uh, uh, man. Pull up Cam. Pull up. This dude the... is naturally funny, man. Just the way he is, his existence, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, he's a, uh, it's I'm, I'm not retarded, but I like rock. Yeah, he's. A... <laughs> <laughs> something you think we should know about you as we get to know you? What do you think? Uh, Three thousand people in front of you. What's something interesting uh, about you? I'm not retarded, but I like rocks. <laughs> They like how they feel, you know what I'm saying? They feel real good. I got this one. Oh it just my feel goodness. good. Is that a rock? Yeah. It, <laughs> you like rocks. I got a couple of them bitches. I like this one. This one's pretty. Unbelievable. I got this shit outside earlier, you know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Bro, <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> that's. <laughs> That set was hilarious, but that's somehow better. That was amazing. Have you always done that? Yeah. I just like the way they feel. They just make me go to sleep. Cam Patterson. Make some noise for Cam Patterson. At least a white guy didn't walk out when they... Guys, you have to make noise. It's Cam Patterson's first time on the show. (laughs) Where's he out of? Is he out of? So I got my very first apartment because of stand-up comedy. What? And that's great, you know what I'm saying? I love it. But I had I got roaches real bad. <laughs> I got roaches so bad I got a home, but right, he had roaches. But he, I asked him, I said, how did you get rid of them? He said, I just trained them. <laughs> and I was like, nigga, that's not possible. <laughs> Bitch, you can't train roaches. But I should have trained my roaches because I, at my house, I had three roaches. They'd be on their side of the room. I'd be on my side of the room. We'd have a good night. Wouldn't bother each other. But I bought a girl over one time and there were 72 roaches in my room doing TikToks and shit. <laughs> they were making podcasts, nigga. They were walking, podcast. they were crazy, right? And at one point, me and the girl was watching a movie and I was killing roaches as I watched the movie. So I watched the movie <laughs> and I murdered a roach. <laughs> then I watched the movie and I murdered a roach. And at one point, she came up to me and said, Cam, uh, she, it was a big ass, it was a big ass Lizzo roach that walked into the middle of the TV. <laughs> Lizzo Roach. And I couldn't avoid this bitch. And she was like, Cam, it's okay. I got roaches too. And I was like, ew, bitch, that's nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't even his best act. (laughs) You dirty slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What's up, nigga? What's up, nigga? What's up, nigga? Cam Patterson. The Kill Tony debut of Cam Patterson. Unbelievable performance. The set of the night. Absolutely amazing. Hello, nigga. Welcome, welcome, (laughs) welcome. How long have you been doing stand-up comedy? Uh, Two years, two years. Two years. Where at? Oh, Orlando, Florida. I love it. Yeah. You, you live here now? I just moved here, yeah. How, unbelievable. Yeah, I love yeah. it. How recently did you move here? Like like a month ago. Okay. You have a job yeah. yet? Yeah, I work. I'm a golf cart nigga. A uh, golf cart guy. <laughs> 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 I'm a... Damn, yo, nigga, come on, nigga. <laughs> I 
love black people, bitch. <laughs> I, Come on, man. If you could clarify for an older j- white gentleman for myself. Yeah, I, go ahead. I understood the last word, but the yeah. golf cart part, I don't know how that applies to the, the part you know I know. You know what the fuck I said, dog. <laughs> the I said, I'm a golf cart nigga. That's what I do. Yes, but I belong yeah. to a golfing club. And okay, we well, I know what I can't say was when I work at it, they'll fire me. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I will never tell you. <laughs> well, then you'll never be my caddy. Next question. Oh, damn. I don't golf, nigga. <laughs> I just work though. I like you. Know, you're a good dude. I, I have no that. idea what the fuck I'm doing here. It's dope. I like this shit a lot. Amazing. Yeah. So when you say you're a Oh, you want to hear the explanation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hear the explanation. Golf cart no, N word. Yes. Oh, golf cart N word. Beep. Yeah. But I don't say the G word. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait. G. No, no, okay. no. I'm not, me, I'm not actually. You scared me. He didn't say it. It was a bleep. Okay, good. It just said beep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you say a golf cart N word, what does that mean exactly? Are you doing like drive bys in them or something <laughs> like that? That's a lot. So like they hired they they hired me right yeah that's that's dope I like that one they that mind me in my hometown but they hired me they had hired me because they, they I don't know golf for real you feel what I'm talking about damn so just, Jessica I just drive the golf cart and park look out okay you can pause it. The, the, look how many views this this video has and this person posted it so half assed let's see scroll down no problem you can't scroll down mm-hmm. um click on the YouTube on the top right top yeah yeah. Make some noise for Cam. Uh, 81,000. Wow. 81,000. And they did it a half-ass wow. fucking screenshot, <laughs> screen capture. Jessica needs to chill. That's the comment. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica needs to chill. That's crazy. Isn't that rowdy, man? Yeah. That's, isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Scroll up. Um, Cam Patterson's Kill Tony debut, new regular. That was it. How long That's ago was the title. Oh, oh, yeah. A month ago. Was it a month ago? Wow. And he lives in Austin now. Yeah, he's a regular now. On Kill Tony? Yeah, you know David Lucas? Mm-hmm. So he no, no, retired okay. and yeah. then he replaced him. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Right, cool, yeah. Somebody was saying that one of their friends, was it Patrick Christopher, that one of their friends was going to be a regular on Kill Tony, but then they were like, no, we already have a black guy. <laughs> That's usually the story. Only yeah, one yeah, per show, pretty, please. Yeah. <laughs> we can only handle the N-word for so many people. Well, there's an Asian. There's well, a, what was the word Asian. you used the last time I was here instead of the N-word? Gentleman? Yeah, Gentleman? You, you was replacing it. Yes. yes. Gentleman. <laughs> Gentleman. Yeah. Or Canadians now. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've added Canadians, Canadians to the repertoire. Well. I don't know why Canadians. <laughs> oh, but, um, I think I know who he was talking about. And that guy was not talented. It was oh, a problem. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I think there was one other black guy that they were trying to make a regular. And mm. I was like, why? He, he's just. Was it the one that uh, was there with Theo Vaughn? I think so. He's like, he Theo tries to Vaughn. ask. Theo yeah, Vaughn's LSH. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Theo's funny. Yeah. Theo Vaughn is funny. Yeah. I couldn't. Oh, I, Greg got to do a show with him. Really? Yeah. Damn. It's in, uh, what was it, uh, Midland? Damn. Theo's got like a natural, like, mm-hmm. it just comes out. Yeah. Whatever, whatever's on his brain. I get it mixed up. But he's like part oh, genius, part 
retard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about somebody with scoliosis and he was like, yeah, they got that spire staircase, man. Spire staircase. That's crazy. Uh, famous people, man. You haven't name dropped any, but any new people in the past uh, twenty-eight minutes. Oh yeah, I need to name drop. Yeah, uh, I hear about famous people. You well, know, we're getting ready to. I'm getting ready to lock a show up with uh, Victoria Jackson. We're trying to get her uh, locked in. from the Jackson Five from Saturday yes, so Night Live. Oh, oh, I was like, that yeah, nice. trying to get her locked up. Bobcat go quits. Trying to lock him in uh, toward the end of the year. Trying to lock her down. We was gonna do. We was gonna do a. Show Dang, she's her. white. Yeah. yeah. Oh, have you never seen her on Saturday Night Live? Oh, she's funny. Her really? voice is is her bit. Really? Yeah. And she plays a little ukulele. And now, with oh, a special entertainment this is, this is report, funny. here's our own Victoria Jackson. Welcome, Victoria. Oh, damn. Is this from a while back? Yeah. yeah. What? Thank what you, are? Dennis. Yeah, that cuteness to it. We all watched the controversial miniseries America this week. Well, parts of it. And it meant a lot to me personally, as it reminded me of all the freedoms that we enjoy so casually. I mean, no matter what the Soviets say, they would never air a show like America or like this one. And they would never let someone report the news like this. freedom to express myself any way I like. I'd like to say the film was boring at times, but I like the courtroom <laughs> scene and the Pledge of Allegiance scene, and I think Chris Christopherson is cute. America, America, God shed his grace. That's why I can't wait to bring him lock her in. I'll talk to her agent. So. so she sounds like that naturally? Yes. Wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Have you done any acting? No, no. I, uh, I, I, I tried to in a play once, uh-huh. but it's not the same, I guess. Really? What kind of play was it? Uh, it was a play. It was kind of a weird play. I think we did in Odessa. And this guy, oh, I forget his name now. He was the main character. And he was like, supposed to do this scene. And every time we did the scene, he would change it up. And then my line was supposed to be like to be his, uh, his, 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 his best friend who was consoling him about his breakup. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's all right, man. It's all right. She wasn't that good for you anyway. Yeah. But every time he would do the scene, he would change it up. So my line Made it seem like it didn't fit what he was saying, right? Oh, he, what? <laughs> so he would change his lines. He up? He would change his lines up, and I'm like, okay, is this where I say my line? Was it improv? Yeah. Then you should have changed it up. Yeah. yeah well, that's what I was like, okay, I, which I've never done before either. Oh. So this was something new. So I didn't know if he was changing it up. I didn't know if I was allowed to change it up too. I was like, yeah, well, could have. It's said all right. Shit. I'll kill her. Improv yeah. sounds fun. <laughs> hey, you do know I do do drive-bys. I can take care of her. You know, so. Yeah, but I've never tried acting. I've always. I like I how you can to. use the look. The look. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can use the look to his advantage and just get all gangster with. Right. Yeah. So you got to know your audience. Know your audience. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you never done improv either. 
Uh, no, we, we have an improv. We had an improv group uh, in Odessa once, and I tried to join that improv group. And mm-hmm. it was just weird. You know, anytime I'm not thinking about it, you can do it. But when you have to get up there and actually think about it, it's a little harder than it seems. Really? Yeah. So I, Sounds I fun. To it is fun, but it's kind of like, well, you kind of get like a deer in headlights when it's oh, on really? the spot. You're like, oh. okay, what, do I, what do I say here? You know, what do I say? Here? Were you in front of an audience while mm-hmm. you were doing it? Oh, oh yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. We tried it and... I was like, oh, I got to hang around you guys more often because I don't you have You have to have a, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Gift of gap. Oh, a niche. Yeah. No, you have to have a chemistry with Well, that's with the true too. Well. Yeah, you have to, which is what, you know, because I used to watch, uh, what was that show with, uh, on TV? You see, uh, oh yeah, Whose Line Is Yeah, Whose Line Is Yeah. And I found out, you know, before I knew that, they rehearse a lot of that before mm-hmm. they really? do it. It's not- Bastard. Like on TV and there they go. Yeah. Uh, but they got to gel well, with each other. So all that, that sucks. And that made sense. So I, I was know, like, right? Like the magic's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Sorry. I, I thought everybody knew that. It's like finding <laughs> out nah, Santa's not real. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I knew the people that I was working with, but I never had the chemistry of doing, you know, improv with them. So, and I always thought, you know, with the personality, as long as you got that energetic personality, you can do yeah. it. Yeah. You get in front of it and get caught in like a deer in headlights. Oh, how do I play off of that? So. Sounds fun, though. I'd like to get back into it, but the group kind of separated. You, so you ever get chased by dogs on your day job? Oh, yeah. Really? Hell yeah. So it's not just a. Uh, it's not just. And I, I don't know what it is. I, tail? I, it's just dogs just don't like mail carriers. That's I don't know crazy. what it is. Maybe it's the uniform. My own dog doesn't like it. <laughs> when I leave the house, I have to leave the house in plain clothes. <laughs> Like, really? Yeah. And I got a cocker spot. He just barks. She just barks at me and growls at me. I'm like, what's the fuck wrong with you? It's me. <laughs> it's me. It's dad. I take, yeah. I'm going to lose you, you know? I have to take my hat off. I take my shirt off, you know, my, my you know, shirt, and I put on a regular shirt. No but way. She'll growl and bark at me. I don't know why. It's just something about that. So Maybe they need to think about changing the uniform. <laughs> Maybe, because the UPS guy doesn't have that problem. Oh. <laughs> it's funny because, yeah, it's, mm, shitty colors. But I guess, you know, yeah. there's a house it's that true. around the same time, mm-hmm. I g- walk through, the UPS guy comes through, you know, if he's got deliveries on that block. And it's funny because if I walk by, that dog barks at me every single day, every morning. I used to bring him treats to say, hey, you know, it's me. I stopped bringing him treats because he still barks at me, right? <laughs> he will bark at me and I'm going this way. But the UPS guy comes walking, he just, bro, will not bark at the way. I don't know what it is. It's just crazy. I, maybe it is the uniform. So, that could be a movie. We've had we've had a guy got bit Show. by a couple of dogs because uh, people don't, they've, oh, that's Toto. He don't right. bite. Uh-huh. Toto. They think because his name he is will. Toto, yeah. you know, it's the kind of dog that don't bite. And yeah. he, my dog's got teeth. He will bite. Yeah. If he doesn't know you. but He bites Toto. He, he got, but that he means got, everything. He got big because he was sticking his hand in the mailbox. Uh-huh. And Toto jumped up and got him in the wrist. Damn. While mail inside the box. That was crazy. Wow. So. You know what's <laughs> hilarious? I was just watching the, the TikTok of uh, Theo talking about to Andrew Schultz. Huh? And he tells him, do you think that uh, the USPS system is just giving one black guy the mail and just like <laughs> doing whatever with it? <laughs> Have you seen that? No. Hope it gets to where it needs to oh, get to. Say, what do you mean doing whatever with it? Dang. Oh, yeah. Really like like USPS is just giving, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> giving it to a black guy and hope it gets to where it needs to get to. Dang. <laughs> Dang, that's racist. Uh, How do you feel about people who never check their mail? Oh, we get those a lot too. <laughs> and, and, and this is what we do on that. Uh, if there's a mailbox like uh, that's really full to the brim where you Careful. can't put anything in mm-hmm. there. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have to take it out and uh-huh. bundle it up. And then we leave another, which doesn't make sense to me, because then we have to leave a note inside the mailbox that says, we have your mail on hold because your mailbox is too full to put anything else in there. Oops. And if you don't come to the post office to pick it up, it will uh-huh. be returned. Well, I'm figuring, I'm thinking, well, if we're picking this bundle of uh-huh. mail that they don't take, what good is that note yeah, going to do? Yeah, they're not going to see the note either. <laughs> they're not going to do the note. You're not going to see the note. But they tell us we have to stick it in the mailbox. We can't go stick it up on the door. You know, we have to stick it in the mailbox because we're mail carriers. So that's where the mail goes. So, Dang. Uh, we, and then after a while, you know, we have to go to the mail. Like, okay, got to send this shit back. Got to send this back. And it's, it's, it's time consuming. Really. Is the mail always going to be around? I think so. I don't, you know, you, I just don't think, you know, I don't think there's anything else that will replace it or can replace it. You thought maybe email might have, but mm-hmm. no. And it hasn't slowed down either. <laughs> you know, I, I very rarely open any mail I get. Really? Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Uh, a, lot the mail that, a lot of the mail that wow. comes through. <laughs> hey, here's He's like, me. yeah, well, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you for not checking your mail. Because <laughs> I sent you I don't watch any a Christmas either, card. <laughs> oh. If it's personal, yeah. Sometimes well, not even like their invitation. I took it's, a while to open It's it. what the mail is I when you look was. at it. You know, a lot of times it's if you see a first class stamp on it, yeah. it's usually kind of important. Mm. If you see something that's just what they call junk mail, yeah. people will bypass it. They that's the problem. It. And that's a lot of t- what we pull out uh, of the mail. And it's funny that people are like, oh my gosh, can you believe the, the price of a stamp has gone up? You know, it's like 55 cents now. And they're like, God, I can't believe the mail has gone up. And then they'll come to deliver really? a letter. It's like, where's this letter going? Alaska. Yeah. It'll be 55 cents, please. Yeah. <laughs> Where else can you make a delivery to Alaska right. for 55 cents and you're complaining about the price of a stamp going We up, should be questioning know? the price and why it's too low. Well, I, that part of it, I have no idea. Sounds like a scheme. But I think because of it's, it's all over the place volume? at 55, yeah, at 55 cents or whatever it is nowadays. They're well, still making mail. a good profit. And huh? as mail carriers, we get paid pretty good. So that 55 really? cents a stamp <laughs> goes a long way if everybody's paying it. Yeah, but like junk mail, they pay like rates to get all this mm-hmm. mail out there. So yeah. Oh, like, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a bulk mail. Mm-hmm. That nobody, uh, very little people read? Very, it's a small. Some, okay, no, every, we have how many people at the table? Five. There's there's people who like those junk mails because they're coupon because they're coupon clippers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Do you and, do that? And it comes and it come. They they One. prefer that over you know regular mail. And then the crazy shit. I always say, oh, if it's if it's a bill, I don't want it. I was like, oh, I haven't heard that one before. Oh my god, <laughs> I hear that one every day. <laughs> if it's a bill, Sounds I don't read annoying. it. If it's a bill, I go online I and pay it. it. Yeah, or. Like, is, it's is, 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 is my check in there? I was like, I don't open it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you ever know what's in something by the way it looks? By the by or the, the weight? Or the gas like, bill. The gas bill? Yeah, I know it's a gas bill because it's not in the envelope. It's just, here's the gas bill. <laughs> oh, shit. And you and see people, how much they owe? <laughs> and people get a little upset. I say, oh, it's a shame. You know, you should see. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. I can't pay my own. Shit, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to pay. I was like, gee, look at your bill. I'm almost like, man, they're going to be cold this winter. Yeah. You should see the guy's bill down the street. Goodness gracious. Yeah, but that's the only one where we actually see the, the price of the bills. Are most of your people like on the door mailboxes? Or? No. And that's the difference between some of the routes. And the reason I don't being, know, I'm so interested in the postal. Well, it's <laughs> funny because a lot of people ask me that, you know, because they the, they always think of Seinfeld in the scene with, yeah. with, with you know, he's walking out. 
you know, whistling with the baskets. And yeah. What's his name? The fat dude, uh, Norman or Feldman. Yeah. Whatever his name. But, uh, most of our routes, if, the mailbox is up on the house. Mm-hmm. Our route consists of us walking it mm-hmm. instead of driving the. Oh, really? Right? Unless the mailbox are set to where they're on the side of the road where we can drive it. Uh-huh. We walk it. And uh, oddly enough, my route, seven, six and a half hours of my route yeah. is all walking. Really? Because the mailboxes are up on the house. Do you prefer it? I'm used to it now, but no, I prefer, oh. I prefer like the last hour and a half, my mailboxes are on the side of the road. So I just drive and they can get to it. But, uh, the senior person mm-hmm. in our uh, mailroom has the route that's all driving. So I was wondering, yeah. So how do, how do you get she, that? Well, being that in the, uh, she's been in there for the longest. So seniority gets the route. Really? So as soon as she does, you got a fucking promotion, right? <laughs> no, if she <laughs> retires or whatever, the next person in line gets the option to whether they want to keep their their own route uh-huh. or move up to hers. And since hers is all driving, they will take her route. Because How long have you been there? Three, three and a half years. Oh, cool. Have you ever knocked down a mailbox? Mm-hmm. Twice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and we're not supposed to back up, you know, in that vehicles. So, you know. You're not supposed to back up? No. The back the vehicle. Well, then what did you do? We have to make sure we put ourselves in the position to where we're not required to back up. Now the only time we can back up is when it's absolutely necessary, like an apartment building where the mailbox is up there and there's a park you can park in there. But that's the only time technically we can do that. Otherwise, we like if something on the side of the road, if a car parks in front of you, a car parks in back of you, you can't back up to try to get out. Either you wait or just make sure you don't put yourself in that position where you have to back up. Dang. And it's crazy because it's got a reverse on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but there's a big sticker in there that says, do not back up. And I think a lot of it has to do with because the type of vehicle it is, you can't mm-hmm. see very well behind you. Yeah, because you're like on the other side from where you would normally exactly. be in the vehicle. And then exactly. the whole back is covered. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, they've got mirrors back there, but they only yeah. show so much. Oh. And, you know, they, they're more worried about, you know, somebody getting hit. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. You think they would find a way? That's what I always say. I think, <laughs> give us better <laughs> trucks. Oh, shit, right? <laughs> yeah. give, us, give us those trucks with the real new camera up. in there. <laughs> yeah. you know? There's a 360 view camera you can put on the bitch. Oh my God, we've yeah, had these trucks for years. Just don't back up. Just don't back up. Just don't train them on backing hey, up, guys. We're, we're you want us to pay you good or you want us to put a fucking 360 camera? Just don't back up, pal. 55 cents a stamp. What are we going to do? It's like, hey, if we put this camera on, if we put this camera on, stamps are going to go to 56. I know. They're going to go up. You know, it's going to go up. So. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a fun job. And I, I work with some great people, so. Wow. Well, I hope it sticks around, but. I, I don't think there's something that could be put in its place to, you know. Really? To get out that important information. Really? I, I think he has a point. How? Emails can be um, fucking. Uh, then again, who? how many people but check the mail, their emails? The mail is so vulnerable. The mail is. Like it's one of the most vulnerable systems it is. Yeah, as it far is. as privacy and is concerned, it's, it's because confusing. dude, I have, a, I have a letter that I actually need to put in the outgoing mail or send, get back, but just give it a mic. It was on the floor. <laughs> it was, I should just give it to you. It was on the floor and this guy is sending a letter to the IRS and it's his name written out and to the IRS, um, right. whatever he's sending to the IRS he just dropped by accident and it was just on the, on the sidewalk right there. And I'm like, this is pretty fucking important. I need to get it back to this guy. And it's been there for a week or two. Uh, And a lot of times when that happens, of course, you know, uh, 
something that important gets lost. I said, oh, it might've got lost in the mail. So he'll get another one. But he's sending it. What if he- Whatever it was, the IRS is having him send it. Right. But if if he he, hasn't, if they haven't received whatever it is, Mm -hmm. they will send him another notice. notice. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. And it might be late by then. And that's exactly right. But also it it might have his social on there. Right. And it was just on the sidewalk. I mean, his bad. Right. But- I would prefer it to be over. You internet. find a letter on the ground that says IRS on it. You're going to pick it up and look at it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I did. IRS. Oh, that's not mine. <laughs> I didn't. I just left it. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't leave it there. I didn't open it. Right, right. I'm like, this is a felony. Put it in the outgoing mail. Slot? You could do that. Too. I thought about it, but then I was like, <laughs> wait, because my mind, right? I was like, hold on. Maybe he wanted to drop it. Maybe he wanted it to get lost. Let me think about this and let me maybe think about maybe returning it to him so he can try to lose it again. Just stick it in the mailbox. Here's what really happened. He picked it up and his ADD kicked in. He forgot he had it in his hand the whole time. He got here. Oh shit, I was delivered. Dude, I got a letter from the IRS. What? <laughs> Why don't they know my name? That's so unbelievable. Who the fuck is this guy? Get my info. Yeah. But I mean, shit, dude. I bought, I bought a stamp for the first time in like 10 years last week. And it took me like eight days to actually send the letter. Yeah. It took me forever. And the mailbox is right there. Right there. Just... You could have asked. A lot of people do that. It's funny because uh, even on my route sometimes where you can put an outgoing letter mm-hmm. on your mailbox for the mailman to pick up. Yeah. I have had people who want to deliver a, a letter or something instead of putting it on their mailbox, they'll come find me on the route and hand it to me. Oh shit. Yeah. Or they're on their way to the mailbox or the post office and uh-huh. they see me because uh-huh. I'm closer than going to the mailbox or yeah. the post office. Mm-hmm. They'll give it to me. <laughs> So yeah, that's not surprising. And you can take and you take it? No, I can take it. If it's mail, I can take it. And Vons has got a stamp on it. Yeah, I can take it. Cool. Oh, yeah. Just give it to so no. <laughs> so do you get mad when they put the flag up and there's nothing in the mailbox? <laughs> I don't get mad, no. But I tell you, I said, like I'm saying, motherfucker! Here's what's crazy, because if they don't do it every day and every time I check it, there's nothing in there, mm-hmm. it's not flushing because a lot of time people use it the opposite way. They'll leave the flag up. Mm-hmm. So if I put mail in it, they'll know I'll put the flag down. And then that oh. way they know there's mail in there. Oh. But if the flag is still up, then they don't have to walk out to the mailbox and check wow. their mail because Hashtag I left the flag. Mail it would be a lot easier if you got a notification on your phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got mail. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking angry that they left the fucking flag up. It's I yeah. Well, like I said, that's part of the job, right? So you yeah, can't be angry I, about it. He just it. reverses into their mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a quota. You just got to get it all delivered. Oh yeah, we have a time uh, because mail runs on a time schedule, uh-huh. and uh, we have a certain amount of time on each particular route mm-hmm. to get everything out. Anything over that time, like I'm supposed to be done by four o'clock, and I start out about eight thirty. I load my case up as early as seven in the morning, seven thirty in the morning, and to run my route, if I, anything over my four o'clock is overtime. But they calculated. So how much mail you have. And they say, okay, this is what you should be done by. Dang. So you still have to be, be done by that time. And the only time that, you know, with my route being it's a walking route and a lot of people know me, they're talkative. Mm. And oh. that will slow me up because they want a whole conversation. And some of my people in my town know I'm a comedian. Oh. So they'll stop me. Hey, man, when you're doing your next show, hey, I got a joke for you. You want to uh-huh. hear it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll get held up. And, you know, my favorite customers are those older customers they just like to talk and talk yeah. about oh yeah and i'm studying trying to 
walk away slowly, you know, trying to give them the hint, you know, I got to go. Yeah. And they're, they're <laughs> as I'm walking backwards, they're walking toward yeah. me, you know. And it's sometimes where I'm not supposed to be at a house more than, you know, 15, 10 to 15 seconds, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still there five, 10 minutes yeah. trying to get away from yeah. because I don't know how to be Trying to get away from the husband who just got uh, home? I don't try to be rude. We got to YouTube some tactics on how to end conversations. You know, I asked uh, another fellow worker about that. I said, well, how do you get away from them when they're just constantly talking? You don't want to be rude. And she yeah. said, you just got to be fucking rude sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. need you. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I, I can't, I'm not that person. I just yeah. can't be, I can't Because then it's going to be awkward rude. every time. Exactly. Like, you know, I fucking out of here. She leaves me a drink in her mailbox. Uh, leaves me a, a drink, whether it's a, it's a, a, a tea, sweet tea, water. Uh, so I tell her not to leave me sodas because, you know, on a hot day that she's going to fuck me up. Huh. Uh, but she will leave a drink in her mailbox for me to pick up every day because Dang. when she's out there, I say hello or I'll talk to her. And it's funny because she, she said, well, do you work tomorrow? Because if I'm not working, she wants to make sure she doesn't put one in there. Wow. <laughs> God is coming. But she does that for me. So she's probably trying to fuck, Mike. I hope not. She's about 178 Ooh. years old. No, but aren't you that as well? That's the, na- that's the age we guessed, right? You said 1896. When were you? 62. <laughs> oh, okay. 1862? 1862. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me confused. Yeah. Like, I was yeah, trying he to was do delivering the mail on a fucking horse. <laughs> I would. You should walk. I'm you should you. have seniority by now. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Oh, <laughs> fucking Paul Revere over here. Uh, how I do you deal with the heat? Like, how do you, like, well, I we have a myself. high turnover ratio. Because when you first start at our post office or any post office, we have what we call an auxiliary route. The auxiliary route is kind of like the training route. Oh. And so it's, you know, it's not required. It's a six-hour route, not necessarily an eight-hour route like the other routes. So when we put them on, when they first start, we put you on that auxiliary route. Mm -hmm. And if you can, you know, hack it, Mm -hmm. then you stay on that auxiliary route until there's a a regular position that comes open. But that's where we have the high turnover ratio because once they get out there in that heat, they, oh, hell no. Yeah. They can't do it. So that position comes open. But we've had a pretty solid crew uh, for the last year. And we just lost one girl because she couldn't handle the heat. She died? uh, No, she didn't die. Uh, We have had a person who has. Really? Because of the heat? Yes. Was it Jason Aldean? No. (laughs) I don't know. And they give us, they give us, uh, you know, uh, readings and pamphlets and stickers, you know, give us a morning talk. Hey, remember heat stroke, eat plenty of water. They give us oranges to take with us. You know, we tangerines and stuff like that. Stay hydrated and popsicles. They give us popsicles to take with us. They preach it. It also helps that you can't get sunburned, right? Well, that's another thing. They tell us to wear sunscreen and I wear sleeve. I wear like an arm sleeve. Yeah. I wear my light blue, but I'll put an arm sleeve because... Well, as you can you can tell. You have a tan line. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, Mike! Wow. You are he white. Yeah, it. He is white. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I only wear it on my right arm. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Secret tell. <laughs> That's how fucking uh, Michael Jackson got Villa Lagos right know. there. <laughs> <laughs> all of us, all of us Michael's like an apartment like complex. Mar-a-Lago. Villa Lagos. Isn't it called Villa Lagos? Villa Lagos. Who are you going to vote for in 2024, Mike Shields? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a huge on. voter. Me neither. I but, oh, you don't vote at all? Uh, if I can get away with it. <laughs> you can get away with it. I know. That's what I'm saying. You know, oh, who's the last president you did vote for? 
I, I, we could all take a guess. To be honest, no, honestly, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't vote there either. No. <clears throat> no. And everybody asked me, hey, are you going to vote for Obama? I was like, who's he? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. You mean Jay Farrell? Dang. <laughs> I ain't voting for no Irish guys. Yeah. You sound like you could do a good impression of Obama. Oh, uh, well. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I really wanted to, yeah, oh, you, you know, probably could. I, I, I could. I, I, you know, I, I, I could. I could. Dang. You don't get involved in conspiracy theories or anything. I don't, man. I, I'm a plain Jane dude. If you I can are? help it, I don't get involved in a lot of Thank bull, the bullshit out there. But we can get into Jason Aldean being a fucking racist, right? But yeah. What happened? He had like a song or something. Yeah. It's yeah. Called, yeah. Try this, this in song. a small town. I haven't heard it, but I haven't heard the song, but I heard about the song. I me too. I I, exactly, same thing. I heard it, this but I morning. thought he was the one. He was on stage recently in Maine, and he had a heat stroke. Yeah, they're concert. saying that was a cop out because people were already backlashing. For oh, it. was it? Yeah. Oh, is that what they're saying? But he was in Maine. I'm like, bro, you ain't doing a fucking concert in Texas. <laughs> you're in Maine, and you're having a heat stroke. It was a or how bad is it? Sweltering 85 degrees up in. Is Maine. that what it was? I don't know. I, I, was I, was saying, I don't know. Right. That hot up there. <clears throat> I yeah. haven't I haven't seen the music video. I only read about it, but I heard yeah, the song this morning. Can you just bring up the lyrics to that song? No, you got to hear the fucking song, dude. Because oh, is he angry when he's saying it? Nah, right there. Try, try. Oh my God. Do we wait for? Um, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait for beans. Okay, then we'll just look at the lyrics. So real quick, can we talk about Rox's couponing? Dude, at one point, my couponing was amazing remember when i was just giving y'all stuff yeah well, i don't know if i give y'all stuff but i know you would and you'd be like hey Get guess me. how much i spent at exactly. walgreens right now yeah. two dollars yeah, yeah. Water, because water, of the coupons i have a lady you want a water yes please mike wants the water there was a lady in uh when i used to live in illinois i mean you go in her house <laughs> and that's all she's got everywhere coupons, coupons. stacks of coupons they got drawers yeah. and containers and and they're labeled and what's in this one? And she could go shopping, bring in like bags and bags of groceries and pay less than $50. Yeah. <laughs> I was one. like, that. I actually just bought toothpaste the other day for the first time in like two years or since I was yeah, couponing. That's <laughs> no. Careful with that one. That's a setup. Because I didn't need to. I had like a freaking storage thing of toothpaste. Like it was crazy. Yeah. And sometimes you'd like buy stuff you didn't even need, but you got it for free. So you're like, yeah. Some, and some people get mad if they know, you know, it's coupon day and right. they didn't get theirs. Because the PNG inserts come out the last yes. weekend of the month and like all the different inserts come out in different like times of the month. What are PNG inserts? Procter and Gamble. Procter and Gamble. Damn it. So like head and shoulders and stuff like that. Yeah, people look for those ads, so that's why they Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, and they have a whole schedule. All the companies with the word and in the middle or what? Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, y'all ready for some uh, Jason Aldean? Yeah, let's hear it. I'm not racist, I'm just dating. This song bangs, bro. Is that I love a it. Crossburn? <laughs> it's a, it's American. Oh, <laughs> Americanish. Took a punch, somebody on a sidewalk, carjacking old lady at a red light. Oh, gun on the owner of a liquor store. Okay. You think it's cool, act a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think it's tough. Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road Around here we take care of our own You cross that line 
in a small town Got a gun that my granddad gave me They say one day they're gonna round up Well that shit might fly in the city Good luck, try that in a small town It's actually the 10th time I've heard it. No, I'm kidding. It spoke to his heart. Like musically? It's a good sounding song. It's got a nice beat, right? Yeah. It's the video that's put behind it. But if you look at that video, a lot of those ignorant people are white. Ignorance doesn't have a main color. It comes in all No, it doesn't. But like the people that he's talking about, I mean, they're white. Well, mm-hmm. Washington's a small town. They made it all the way into the capital. So they tried it there and were pretty <laughs> successful to make it in. Yeah, I think it's a lot of his background also that he was uh, big on saying he wasn't in, in a, any political party or anything like that. He was totally against picking a side. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as Trump became president, mm-hmm. all on board. So, so I think that was. Wow, I never associated that guy with being political in any way. No, you yeah. wouldn't think it anyway. Yeah. Well, a lot of people didn't become political and so trump made it okay to be you know big and republican bigot republican i think perfect he, he, <laughs> he caused that divide to have yeah like, to have people just pull off to the sides i mean it's a little that song was a little racist oh yeah <laughs> was it but what was like what was racist about it I good know. old boys I, said good old boys the good old boys what the, do you think mike <laughs> I, I didn't. I, personally, it's just from what I've seen. I didn't think it was racist, but I was thinking like, okay, well he's you know telling his viewpoint of what he sees out there. And, this hey, guy in a comment, yeah. Don't, don't try to shit in my town. That's what he's right. Don't die for this. Country. I was like, because in the middle of it, I was like, I feel like Mike kind of agrees with this. He's from a small town. <laughs> well, he's yeah. like, yeah, don't fuck don't, around in my town. Like, don't do that shit in our town. We don't have that problem. Yeah. So there's a reason why we don't have that problem. But <laughs> see, like, I, I think that like. Antifa and and organizations like Black Lives Matter. I think Black Lives Matter probably started with with noble cause, 
And then like every organization, they, they, they end up getting perverted in some ways, not sexual perverted, but yeah, perverted um, by its actual definition. But I think that they've freeze. fallen off the, <laughs> off the radar recently. I think that there's other things that, in into. the news. Yeah. yeah. And so they're like, ah, here's our spot right here. Here's Jason Aldean. He's making something subjectively racist. Exactly. Let's go ahead and lean into it. Something, yeah. yeah. And let's make those stories. Let's, let's, let's make them popular. But I also think that it could be savvy fucking savvy marketing as well. If, it is. Like, it's always a, Take a bullet for it, Jason. Yeah. You know, your shit's going to sell. You're going to get popular. Exactly. They're going to go buy your album. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're going to talk a, about a you back for a little song bit. It's always about that bottom yeah. dollar. That's what Probably it is. Billboard number one song in country. Oh, it will exactly. be. Or for yeah. a little bit. Genius. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Genius because it's, yeah. <laughs> it's easy. Cool, because on the tagline for this episode, BFR podcast gets super racist with Mike Shields. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the clicks. BFR takes down BLM. Uh, Mike Shields. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that would get us 86,000 views, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but also, <laughs> we talked about the USPS for a bit. <laughs> We're not going there. <laughs> that part was cool. Uh, wow. The, 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 the postal most- part? Yeah, yeah right? That's, that was interesting shit. Yeah, cool. That was, yeah, man, you have an interesting job. Do you like it? I do. I, I do. I do. I, I've had uh, a couple of jobs that uh, if I could go back and do them again, I would. I used to work, like I said, I used to work for the airlines as well up in, up in Dallas at Southwest. I love that job. Too. Really? Yeah, Were you on the planes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't no flight attendant, nothing like that. No gay shit. But I, was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to work outside. Uh, well, oh, when I was up in Dallas, I worked outside. When yeah. I was in the middle and I worked inside. You worked around the planes? Mm-hmm. Um, did you see that guy that, uh, did you hear about that guy that recently oh. at San Antonio airport committed suicide? He worked on the, on the grounds on the uh-huh. plane, jumped uh, right. into the engine. The engine? Yeah. No fucking way, dude. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about that? that? The that's out there. Yeah, yeah, here. That's, that's. I've seen done that. videos of that like and in the Air Force. Oh, oh, really? Man. Yeah, where there be it's a thing? Yeah, in like yeah. well, in the Air Force, well, things happen only, on accident. Yeah, yeah, on accident. Only when the engine is at full throttle that'll sometimes happen. Yeah, they, we had some crazy sometimes. knucklehead dudes that like to get Kill what we call jet blasted. <laughs> uh huh. They'll they'll get behind the engine or the plane, mm-hmm. and when the plane revs up the engine, it shoots out that jet and it blows them back and oh, knocks shit. them over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had knuckleheads that would do that. Oh, that's fun. But I mean, not but right not behind it. Front of the front is, yeah. you know, I, was, I was in the Navy and I've seen that shit. Do you think okay. that air would be strong enough to push Rich on the floor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, no, it's, it's a jackass. Um, I think the last yeah, jackass that's right. somebody they did, did that. Like a big fat guy was right behind it. Yeah. And you go to a racetrack with a jet car because sometimes at the racetracks they take jet cars. And man, if you've ever seen one of those motherfuckers rev up when they go vroom, yeah. dude, like you're just on the sidelines and everybody, oh, yeah. you see the I whole crowd sway. It's funny. Oh, really? It pushes they, you back. I've never seen that. Fun to do. No. There's a lot of life I don't know about. Yeah. So back to this human shredder. <laughs> yeah. Story. So he jumped in that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that. And it doesn't take much because once you reach a certain point, that engine's going to take you no matter what. Yeah. That's fucked up, dude. Because it's the suction. That's yeah. Cool. I wonder how long he was thinking about that. Like he had like, planned it because like, it yeah. had to take a lot of. And I'm willing to bet that he had thought about it a few times before and then chickened mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And then finally said, "Fuck it." Mm-hmm. Closed his eyes and just said, Bruh. And oh, that was it. Shit. I think That's it was a Southwest. Imagine the too. cleanup though, right? I wouldn't know. What if it's a weak ass engine? 
It's oh. and, it, <laughs> and that plane doesn't getting off the ground. <laughs> <But> it, <laughs> you didn't know it was about to go out. Oh, <laughs> you just jumped in the wrong engine and it kind of fucking scraped you all up, but you're still yeah. alive. Like, oh, you're yeah. like, what do you do if you survive that? Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> or like when you put oh, your hand in a fan, it just hits. <laughs> ah, it hurt. I want to be perfectly jumped straight through it. That's why I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sign right there. I wasn't meant to die today. Yeah. <laughs> the way you do it, the way you can't change like, what the mind. fuck? Put a cape on and then stand backwards. <laughs> and David, I saw David Copperfield do that one time with a big ass fan at the back of the Majestic. Really? And he just ran through it and then it shoots him up to the front of the stage, like to the oh, front. That's yeah, From the back. It's, yeah, it was magical. That's magic. He's dead wow. now, though, right? Well, the fan killed him. <laughs> no, you're thinking of um, the other guy, <laughs> David Blaine. No, David the old Blaine is guy. Chris no. Angel. Uh, oh, no. Houdini. Yeah, here, Houdini. Houdini. Yeah. I was not thinking of Houdini. No, he's not dead either. Houdini? Houdini's dead, but the, um, David Copperfield isn't. Yeah, dead. I was like the magician that I just said. I don't remember his name. <laughs> he's not dead. I can't remember. He his still name, does his bro. thing in in Vegas, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think he's got a bigger show. Oh. That is crazy, though. Doing the same tricks, but they still work. Mm -hmm. They do. That is cool. It's interesting how they fucking work. Yeah. You have magicians ever at your shows? Oh, yeah. My last show in San Angelo, I had a magician. So why do you hate it? Magicians? Yeah, magic. Oh, I don't. Oh, Mm -hmm. Oh, I love making. You ever work with Amazing Jonathan? Have I heard of him or worked with him? Have you worked with him? Oh, no. He sounds like a porn star. You never seen Amazing Jonathan? No, I don't watch porn. Oh, he's dead now, but he, he was pretty funny. I think it's crazy how they can like just trick your mind. As a matter of fact, when that you mentioned that, I was uh, my my agent, so to speak, had me a gig down in uh, Burke, Burke, Burke Burnett, something like that, mm-hmm. today to do a show. And I told him I was booked here. I said, I'll give you somebody else to take my place. And the guy that took my place was the comedy magician. Yeah. Tell us about the hypnotist, it all though. Comes full Robert, yeah, uh, Joseph Roberts. Uh, I have next month uh, coming to the Tilted Mug in San Angelo. Oh, this guy is 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 crazy. At some of the stuff he does, uh, and oddly enough, before he got into hypnotist or being a hypnotist, he was a police officer. <laughs> That's kind of crazy how he got mm-hmm. into. But You're I'm, gonna put these drugs <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> well, was he an drugs. interrogator? That would be oh, cool. Would I'm not cool. sure what he was. He just told us his police officer. So but he's of, very good too. Have you booked him before? Mm-hmm. Three friend? times. So what is he like? What's his like thing? What is he? He hypnotizes everybody to laugh. Well, what he does, <laughs> and, and this is how this is what's crazy. How you know they're under? Because out of the three shows that I booked him, and what he does is he'll set up maybe 15 to 20 chairs depending on the size of the show, and he'll bring people up who volunteer. Now those people that come up who volunteer have to be open minded about it, mm-hmm. and even those who think, "Oh, let's see if he can get me," you know, kind of thing, they may go up there. But if he can't put you under, he can tell when you're not under, so he sends you back to your chair. Mm-hmm. Now with the stuff that he does, mm-hmm. and the people who are under, if everybody in the audience is just crying and laughing and cracking up. But those up on the stage, they're not. So they're like deeply under. So you can tell. I mean, laughter creates laughter. Right. But nobody yeah, on stage who is under is laughing at what's going on. So it's like, man, it's got to be something to it. And I've seen, like I said, three shows. And, you know, I, a lot of the times he brings people, not everybody goes under. But it's a great show. And the comedy routine that he adds to it and what he makes people do is funny. I did the show in, uh, what was it, uh, Wichita Falls. And uh, <laughs> he had this dude 
big dude, white dude, made him think he was Michael Jackson. <laughs> and when this dude got up and he was trying to move like Michael Jackson did the kicks, I mean, everybody was crying, laughing out in the audience. But the guy had a straight face on stage while he's doing it and didn't laugh, didn't know it. And like after the show it was funny, because he says sometimes they're still under we, when he brings them out. And like when we were talking to this one guy who was Michael Jackson, he said, do you remember anything you do? Because his wife was watching him. Mm-hmm. He goes, no, I, I, I can't recall anything. So the guy goes, he touches him on, on his arm or shoulder, whatever it was. And he says, okay, from this point on, you're going to remember mm-hmm. what you did. And it was funny. And when a guy comes out, he goes, ooh. <laughs> I did that. I can't. He goes, I can't even dance. <laughs> so, and his wife was just crying, laughing. He says, she's telling the truth. He cannot dance. They can't even two steps. That's how he can't, wow. he couldn't dance. But he said what he remembered he was doing on stage as Michael Jackson, he was dancing his ass off. So it's a good show. He puts on a very good show. You never asked him to do that to you? To me? Yeah. Oh, no, I have to be fully aware of my I'd surroundings like, at all times. Oh, yeah, you don't take drugs. <laughs> yeah, I got to be fully I'd like aware. to try to get hypnotized. If you have an open mind about it, yeah. It's fun. It's a fun show. Uh, he's very good at doing it. As a matter of fact, I think he's also a... Um, a therapist on it. So you can actually come and talk to him about problems and he puts you under and helps you deal with any problems that you might have. Like mm-hmm. what? I got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my dilemma. I've, here's my no, dilemma. Go I've got, uh, he does a great <laughs> show and I've got this show with Omar Gooding. I'm name dropping here. Oh uh, uh, no, we've already heard that one. I know, right? And uh, <clears throat> I heard the Goodings. I'm yeah. like debating whether to do this show with him or come and do the second show in San Angel or in uh, San Antonio here with Omar. So man, I want to talk to that hypnotist. Um, uh, One, uh, I don't know if I, my brain will let me get in, in that. And and open-minded about it. Cause you think about it too much. Yeah. Well, They also say those who like can't, not necessarily aren't open-minded, but those who thought, Oh, that's not going to work. It does actually work more on them. Well, for those, for those who have that, well, it's not going to work kind of thing. They don't usually volunteer to go up there anyway because they're already in that mindset. It's not going to work. If you already got it in your mind, it's not going to work. Well, it's not because you're not, quote, (laughs) open-minded. That's true. Uh, So a lot of times uh, you can tell because even those that sometimes come up on stage, you can tell they're not under because those are the ones that are laughing. Mm. You know, they're laughing when anybody else is not. And it's okay. Yeah. You know, thanks for, you know, thanks for volunteering. He'll yeah. Have them sit down and they don't get mad or upset or try again, try again. You know, they don't do anything like that. Yeah. So they had this one chick up there who, uh, he, uh, and there was an older chick made her think she was Britney Spears. Yeah. And oh my God. She went and grabbed Wemby. What? <laughs> she, she shaved her head. Shaved her fucking oh head. Oh my God. Um, this shaved old her head. Lady. Yeah. Dude. Not, well, not the lady on stage, but Britney did. <laughs> but, have y'all seen Britney lately though? She's been wilding on like, she's, she, she's out of there, she's right? She's off her meds. She, she, yeah. she went she and grabbed Wemby. Really? Yeah, oh, she, yeah. Um, yeah. She went and grabbed uh, one of Yama. that guy that, that the Spurs drafted. Oh, you know the San Antonio Spurs. They that. For he the was upset NBA. about it. Yeah, yeah, he was upset about it. Well, no, he wasn't upset. She, he, he, she was upset because um, they, they swiped her arm away and she slapped herself, oh. and she said that they slapped her. <laughs> so oh. the whole story on TMZ was that 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 guy's security, the Spurs security guard, uh, slapped Britney Spears. Oh, but it wasn't okay, true. Okay. Those videos, yeah. man, like, where she's doing the same. Yeah. No, because um. So- okay, guys. So my book is coming out very, very soon. I worked my ass off for this book. She's still singing. 
Is she still putting out records? I don't think so. She She's just putting out dance videos. Dances. Like, oh, okay. She's got like a residency in Vegas. When the west moves upon the fields of Bali, you forget the sun in his jealous sky as we walk in fields. This is what she doing yeah. that. <laughs> I've seen her get out of the car before doing that, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like showing it. That's hilarious. It's like somebody's telling her to do it. That's well, she's, that's she's Carol. On camera, yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of weird. No, I want to like I I've always thought like because I have this complex of picky eating and I mm -hmm. it's it's like jumping off a cliff for me to try something like right? new. Literally, it's like that. Like I can't do it. But I've always said, like, man, I if I I wonder if I can get hypnotized, get that shit out of me. I have to maybe talk with Bobby and see yes. if I can bring uh, Robert up here next time he's here in San Antonio. That'd be cool. Have you come out and check his show. He you know any of show. the Waynes brothers? Yes, Damon Wayne. Really? Mm -hmm. Damon? Mm -hmm. That's bad. And Marlon. As a matter of fact, uh, Damon, I did I did a show with him in Odessa. Who was that? A in Odessa. Few years ago, well, not a few years, a long while ago. Where's my comedian friends? And uh, my comedian Rolodex. Well, I have a thing where I, all my comedians that I work with. What's that movie where he's all the dogs on the left, all the dogs on the right? Who's that? Damon. Low Wayne? down, dirty shame. Oh yeah, yeah, low down, dirty shame. Dude, I Thank love you. that movie. Yeah. Who is that? Um, low down, dirty shame. Marlin? That's uh, no, that's not Marlon. It's Keenan. 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 That's Keenan. Uh, Sean Waynes is going to be here in a couple of weeks. Oh, really? Sean, Sean Waynes, I had a chance to meet him. Another buddy of mine who was promoting uh, comedy in Odessa uh, did that. I was like, what is that? You ever had a pickle with chamoy on it, Mike? <laughs> no, okay. So uh, we're trying food on the podcast. And, um, that's gross. Yeah, I want you to try this beef jerky. Though, Just kidding. Oh, man. Do you have a drink? <clears throat> yeah, I have a drink. I have a Coke. Have a drink. What am I trying? Hot and spicy beef jerky. Ooh. Mess up my insides when I do that. Hot and spicy beef jerky. How hot and spicy is it? It's so hot and spicy. Probably it's so not hot. You don't smell it. Oh, don't smell it? No. I shouldn't smell it? It'll burn your nose hairs. Oh, we're gonna need um Lord of the Rings music, right? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Do I think it is? It's something new, right? You don't like beef jerky? There it is. This would do. It is Damon Wayne's. Yeah. Oh damn! I did a show with him. That's cool. That was years ago too. You ever get starstruck? I do. I do. You do? The the very my very first one that I got starstruck with was John Witherspoon. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was starstruck with him. It was, and after a while, you kind of get used to it, or it depends on who it is that you go on stage with. Uh, it changes up. I thought I was going to get starstruck with Mike Epps, but he was just such a cool dude. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, it was cool to be, you know, hanging out with him. I got to do a show or open for him and everything, but I wasn't like, oh, God, God. As a matter of fact, I didn't even get his autograph. I didn't even ask for it. Is it because he was so down to earth? 
He was. He is. He was really, he was, he's pretty cool. You know, he's like you see him on stage, off stage. He's just mm-hmm. as, you know, he has his mellow moments too, you know, where he don't want to be bothered. But every comedian does. Every person, he is still human, will yeah. have that moment. But no, hanging out with him, like I said, uh, we was at the Wagner Noel uh, for the first show I did with him in uh, uh, Odessa, Midland, Odessa. Hanging out with him backstage, he was just cool, you know. Hey, we drinking. They do a lot of drinking, you know. I didn't do too much drinking, but they smoking and all that good shit. But yeah, he was, he's he's probably the uh, one of the ones I would have loved to have. Uh, I would have thought when I've gotten starstruck, and I wasn't. Yeah. Same with uh, Cedric the Entertainer. I thought I'd be starstruck with him too. Cedric the cool. Entertainer. Yeah. Dang, is he dead? No, no, no. He's alive. no. He's still alive. That's Bernie Mac. Yeah, oh, he was one that I would always wanted to meet. I never wow. got the opportunity, but he was on my bucket. I got two people left on my bucket list. Who are they? Is, is uh, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, comedian wise. Oh, sorry. Uh, is Kevin Hart and Bill Murr? Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. Bill Burr. Oh, oh my God. Bill he Burr was, is funny as shit to me. Yeah, but he's tortured, oh, man. He is, man. <laughs> his style, his always yelling. Yeah. It is so <laughs> funny to me. I, I, I would. He's love the best, my, man. Yeah, his my rants. Is, if I ever get the chance to meet his ass, oh. it'd be cool. All right. I got to try something. Every podcast I would do something where I try. Okay. So what are you trying? Beef jerky. Beef jerky. Hot and spicy oh, beef goodness. jerky. So I don't do yeah. hot. You better get a. a I mean, water. beef I do, but jerky. I don't you better get a water just in case. Should you get a water? Well, if it's hot and spicy, mm-hmm. they, they don't call it hot and spicy for nothing. Oh, for I, I went. You're I drinking. went to Sonics. Yeah, whatever. I, 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 don't, I had a hard time getting back from there, but uh, <laughs> I went. <laughs> My son, he had a pipe. In the car. <laughs> that, that was meth. <laughs> uh, that was a meth. Uh, dude, I don't even want to eat this. That sucks. Just, just like just, you're jumping in the engine of a plane. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> just and put one, that hot, spicy meat in your mouth. Goes in one uh, one end and comes out the other. You can do it. I nibbles it. Can't get anything Am I supposed to put the whole thing in my mouth? Oh, I would never do that. Yeah. Anytime they said hot and spicy. What was that? A ghost pepper? Somebody uh, tried to get me to do a ghost pepper in my mouth. Shit. Heard too many horror stories. <laughs> the music is just right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the verdict? No facial expression. It's not that hot. Not that and hot. There it is. Yeah. So they do put hot, hot and spicy on stuff for a reason, just to see if you can. It's kind of fucking it. gross. Jerky. Maybe they should have said gross, yeah. hot, and spicy. Walmart beef jerky is oh. kind of gross. Can I have a pickle, please. Gross. Yeah. What's oh. on that? What's on the pickle? This is chamoy, pulpurindo, uh, and oh. some tahini. Try one. No, 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 no. You said a lot of stuff. I don't even know what you said. It's all Mexican. <laughs> None of it is drugs, Mike. Yeah. It's cool. It's all legal. Oh, it's, it's brought, I'm brought to you by Marion Bates. Marion Bates. Cool. The official Bates. snack sponsor of the BFR. There podcast. you go. Cool deal. Cool deal. So are you guys going to come out to the show in San Antonio? What is this Raptor? Yes. Cool. Mm. Better than the... Well, probably on the 19th. Is it upstage? 
Yes, at Upstage. <laughs> not, the one, the, not the one in Big Springs. <laughs> so probably the one on the 19th, though. The Saturday show? Yeah, when you're not here. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys picked the one while I'm debating which show I should, uh, whether I should come or not. But, you know, I'm going to do the Big Springs show with him. Then I'm going to do the first one in, in San Antonio. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, do I want to do the third one? Or do I want to go and... You know, because if if I let Chris take over my show in in San Angelo, you know, I got to split the profits with him. I'll give him a little bit of a. Mm. So yeah, but and and so with it being a hypnotist it. show, it's gonna it's gonna be a pretty big one. It should do. Pretty Man, well. I want to see that shit. Yeah. Take part. <laughs> you would volunteer. I probably would. What? Yeah, I'm willing to give it a shot. Look like a fool. Dude, your brain works too much. I know. I don't think I would. I don't think I would go on there. So you wouldn't be able to release your thought process to sit there and just listen to what he's saying and focus on the words that he's coming out of his mouth, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> no. Um, you understand the words? That are yeah. Coming out of I tried mouth? meditating with this girl one time and like the whole time. Came too soon? It was like. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, we all been no, there, the time, pal. <laughs> I'm like, it's like. She's like, don't you feel so relaxed? And I'm like, my fucking back hurts. <laughs> 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 and like the 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 guy, the phone is like telling you, like, don't you feel just your body is oh relaxed? You feel that lightness? And I'm like, dude, I feel all the tightness. Right, right. It's so tight. Can I change positions right now, or do I have to stay right here? Can I ask that question? I can't ask that question. I gotta be breathing right now. I'm not even focused on my breathing anymore. What the fuck do you think? <laughs> well, the good thing about it, if you do volunteer, you go up there and you can't feel yourself being open-minded enough to to go under. He'll 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 sit you down. Sure. <laughs> He'll thank you, pat you on the back, you know. Hey, thanks for trying. Just just bring him on the pod and we can do it comfortably in he the safety of your home. He, he, he would go. That'd be interesting. That would be, yeah. He would go. Dude, that would be a well, crazy I fucking I can't bit. speak for him, but yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. he would probably, he would enjoy doing something like that. because crazy bit. He's, uh, yeah. He's, he he's can try good. to hypnotize both of us. Oh, see which one of us can get hypnotized. Yep. But then can, can that make y'all switch bodies? <laughs> but can we tell him can we tell him what to make the other do? Can I be like, hey man, I want oh, it. Can you like, make him write it down? Make suggestions. Yeah. And then just hand it to I don't him. know. I can't remember if that's part of his show or not, where he says, Hey, give me some suggestions of what y'all want to see them to do. Yeah. I don't I like rich Yeah. No gay shit, guys. Like, <laughs> treat beans like the way he treats you. <laughs> when, he wakes up, act, when he wakes up, act like you cannot hear him. It's so funny. I've heard yeah. him do that one before. What if he can make somebody funny? <laughs> I tell you what, some of the skits that I've seen him do from the people, you would not think that they would act in a way that would make them funny. Mm-hmm. But man, I've seen some people like, oh my God, I can't believe that. And then when you bring him out, it's like he has no idea what's just happened. Does he have any content on, online? He might. Uh, what's Joseph, his name? Joseph Roberts. Not, not the MD. <laughs> uh, a witness. Hypnotist. Yeah. Yep, that's him. He was only one, the eighth one down. It's not bad. There, yeah, watch, watch one of his. Uh, yeah, that's him. Subscribe. He's doing it Chinese. The dude's never even spoke Chinese. Come on. 
Now watch, nobody else on stage will be laughing. But you'll hear the laughter on the audience. They're speaking real Chinese. Uh, that's what I'm wondering. Is that real Chinese or they're imitating Chinese? What? No, they're not. It's accurate. They're actually saying the lyrics correctly. I didn't know there was an N-word in China. Yeah, but it doesn't look like an N when they write yeah. it. So. <laughs> That yeah, he's very good, you, man. man. He's very good. Huh. He's good. And he's funny. He makes it fun too. He makes it. And so like you know, Mike doesn't believe it. And it's like you see everybody on the stage now. If you're out in the yeah. audience, the second you're one. laughing, you're crying, but nobody up on stage was laughing. Yeah, no, they just were like they were still like waiting there. for a command. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> Are you brave enough, Bean? I am brave enough, Are but brave I, enough? I'm just worried I won't. my mind won't shut the fuck up. They ask people sleeping on people. <laughs> oh, yeah, he had a lady do Beyonce. It was funny. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> And he's clean about it, so nobody does anything that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You won't see anybody taking clothes off or anything. I mean, that guy's... <laughs> Look, nobody's laughing. Everybody's Nobody serious. Under, yeah. Everybody in the audience is dying. Whoa. He has all of them under back there. So he can get them all under control as a crowd. He doesn't have to go to each individual. He, he does. Sometimes he'll go to each individual and he'll have them act out something. Uh, or he'll do it as a, as a group, depending on how many he has on stage. And he holds them in control so they don't get, they don't hurt themselves by doing something. They're not realizing what they're doing. Yeah. So if they start to get a little unruly, he'll calm them down and sit them down. That's fucking wild. Is he married? Uh, I know he's got a couple of kids. I think he's married. Yeah, I think so. I wonder if he just does in case that. he was interested. No, 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 no. I wonder if he does that on his family. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's how he keeps a happy marriage. Yeah, so you will you, take out the garbage tomorrow. You are mad at me. Yeah, I did honey. What was this message on your? <laughs> Nothing. There was no message on my phone, baby. <laughs> like, Maybe I, I didn't you. see a message on your yeah, phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> these aren't the droids you're looking for. Yeah, these aren't the droids you're looking for. As, as advertising a show, I, I would kind of put that in, in, in my little script. That these are the jokes you were looking for. I don't know what that is. Good news. It's, that, a star, it's a Star Wars reference. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Um, Sorry. Oh, how do you not know that? He doesn't watch I'm bad with movies. No way. I don't watch movies. 
Yeah. Wow. That's that's you yeah, That's crazy. I, well, mean, yeah. I don't do drugs. And yeah, you I know. Don't that's know what I was about, about to say. <laughs> I saw that look in your eyes. Oh, you're surprised I don't do movies, but you don't do drugs. I know. I'm like, everybody does drugs. <laughs> everybody's <does> dr- <laughs> everybody seen Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> everybody seen Star Wars was on drugs. I tried that's to, but my brain's like, I don't know which one it. to start with. It's well, all the the stories are all the everywhere. best way I think to start Star Wars if you've never seen it is to start it how it came out in the theater. Start out with episode three. No, I think I think so because then it explains the rest see? of them. That's exactly why I don't. If do you've it. never seen, it, I think it's actually right good there. to start from the prequels forward because you're not let down by the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> that's true too i mean and i kind of liked all nine episodes i, I don't think too. i wasn't i wasn't let down at, at any part of it but wow. I, I loved all all the prequels did, did you? Yes. i'm still watching I, mean, I did I, I i you know and every now and then i'll get that wild hair up my ass to where it's on like tbs or something mm-hmm. and i'll sit there and watch it oh i'll marathon it yeah like i'll just sit there Bet and you will yeah yeah <laughs> like i'm re-watching it like from Disney Plus, it has all of them. So I'm does like, it? Yeah. Does yeah it so does. I'm even watching like the series, like the Clone Wars series and the stuff like that. So I didn't get into the cartoon ones. Though. Yeah. It, it, it's been hard, but like as you get to the later half of those, they actually get pretty good. Yeah. What about The Mandalorian? I like that one too. Yeah. That's a I like that one. I was I pretty good. That. This is the way. This is the yeah. way. Are you caught up with it? No. You know, Pedro Pascal doesn't do any of the acting anymore. He just does the voicover work. Yeah. He's really? Yeah. He's, he said it himself. He's like, I just do the voiceovers and I'll show up like for like two episodes. I guess that's kind of like James Earl Jones. You know, you get too old to actually do the acting part of it. You just do the voiceover. Well, he was never yeah. in the Darth Vader suit, James Earl Jones. Ah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he it was just, just, just the vase. And he, he was never in the Mufasa suit either. Nope. No, he wasn't. The Lion King. <laughs> Funny though, Jeremy Irons was in the Scar suit. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't Who know knows? what that means. Yeah. Jeremy <laughs> Irons played the voice of Scar. Scar. Are, are you going to live uh, in Monaghan's the rest of your life? Me? Yeah. Man, I tell you what. Bobby Monahan. And uh as, as long as long as I'm in the in the current situation that I'm in with the person I'm with, oh. I will probably stay there. But if anything should ever change, what I would like to do is venture out more mm-hmm. into the comedy thing of what I'm yeah. doing. So what you're saying uh, is she's holding you back? No. You feel trapped right now is what I'm hearing. Uh, like I was about to say, it's not that she's holding me back, but I'm content with where I'm at. And so, But I, if I would, if I could, I, I would venture out a little bit more again. I, I, I where would you go? I'm, I'm like in Vegas. Uh Vegas, I hear it's a really good market out there for comedy. And uh, Vegas uh, would probably be where I would head. You know, most people say, well, go to Hollywood, go to L.A., because if you can't make it there, you can't make it anywhere. Well, I disagree. I think if you go to Vegas, you have a better shot. (laughs) You think so? I think so. It's not saturated? Yeah. Well, it it is, but it's more opportunities that I feel than it is in uh, LA era because of the, the, the crowd or the audience there in LA is a little bit more tougher yeah. to where you have to entertain LA people in Vegas. They're expecting it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they're looking mm-hmm. forward to. It's it. true. Yeah, you, you're not forced to make them laugh. Yeah. That's what they come to do. So they're, they're prepared for it. So I think uh, the opportunity <laughs> and I think in Vegas, it'll really showcase how good or how not good you really are. Yeah. Or you think you are because of the opportunities you'll get. Most of the shows are off the strip in Vegas or? Well, you, you, yeah, you, the, the big, the big shows you would have to work up to, to do it. When I did, when I got invited to do a show there, I, I did uh, the Flamingo. Mm-hmm. I got to do the Flamingo. Uh, I got to do another one in, um, what was it? Uh, what they call old mm-hmm. Vegas. Um, the old oh, strip. Oh yeah. Old strip. Um, uh, and it's, you know, those spots 
where you still, it's not as popular as, as the new Vegas part of it. When you, those still fill up a nice crowd to where yeah. you can go in there and, and do your comedy and get a good, good response from them. And then as you're getting recognized or you're getting to know more people in the comedy business in that area, you'll get to the bigger spots, you know, especially LOL. LOL everybody's dream is the LOL to get up the LOL there. Really? And do that. Vegas? Yeah. Oh. And uh, the MGM, of course. Oof, you really got to be good to get at the MGM. Is LOL, so like, are they affiliated with in San Antonio? Are they all like part of the same organization? I, I don't think they all are. Uh-huh. I know a lot of them are. And oh, it right. just happened to where when they opened a comedy club, because it's a comedy club, LOL was the first thing that came to mind. Oh, let's go LOL. Mm-hmm. It's comedy club or Laugh Factory or something of that nature. How do you get involved with with so many of these, you know, big name people? How I got you, involved? Yeah, how do you do that? How do you, because like there's all, other comedians, you know, Greg Duran and Chris yeah. Crawford, but they're not, rubbing shoulders with all these people. No, how do you how do I got involved with this was, to be honest, uh, I had uh, <laughs> I had no idea that's the road I was heading down. Uh, I don't know if I told the story the last time I was here, but how I got started in it is uh, when I retired mm-hmm. from Southwest Airlines, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I thought I'd be a bartender. So I went to school to be a bartender, and uh, I moved to Midland. I got hired uh, at this hotel and as a bartender, people were coming down to the bar and I would just be myself cracking jokes mm-hmm. and, you know, making people laugh. And it got back to the owner of the hotel. Mm-hmm. Well, the owner of the hotel used to do shows uh, with comedians and stuff like that. So he had a clientele and a list and with agencies and, and, and contacts of all that kind of stuff that he got involved. And he said, hey, Mike, I heard you were kind of funny. Let's do a comedy night here and I'll bring out celebrity comedians. I'll bring out touring comedians and let you get involved in that. And as I got involved in it, which was kind of cool, the more people I got involved with, the more people I got to meet. And when that shut down, he asked me, he says, Hey, I'm going to give you my contact list of all these agencies who have these celebrity comedians. And as I got into it, I got to meet them and the big agencies who know in West Texas, Mm -hmm. Mike Shields is one of the guys to contact for comedy. And I could call them up and say, hey, is this guy available? He said, yeah, well, give me a price and let's see what we do. And primarily that's how I got it. Oh. I got to meet a lot of them. Yeah. And that's then, of course, crazy. it gets around, you know, where he's like, yeah. hey, Mike, he's a good dude. You know, he's a good dude. Go down there for West Texas. And so. you start building up your own Rolodex. And since the, back in 2007, I think it was, is when mm-hmm. I started. And here I am now. And it's, uh, I'm known, or I'm in the system yeah. as a West Texas promoter uh, for uh, in LA, yeah. in uh, New York, and uh, there's one more I forget where it is. I think it's Vegas, but so they know me. So when you're going to reach out to these agencies, do you send them a letter in the mail or mm-hmm. email? Oh, email and numbers. I have their numbers phone too. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Oddly enough, I email them or call them. I have their numbers. Yeah. I send them certified mail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know they got it. Six days, which is cool because I just got invited for September uh, to uh, Costa Rica. Uh, there's an all-exclusive all um, comedy event that's going on in mm-hmm. Costa Rica, September the second through the ninth. Nice. Uh, I got invited to come to that. All I have to do is my own airfare. So wow. I got my uh, what do you call it uh, passport together, which I just got in the mail a couple of weeks ago. So I'm all excited. About You're gonna that. go? Oh hell yeah! 
Uh, wow. Everything is paid for. Uh, and there's going to be other celebrity comedians, from what I heard. There's going to be other talent agencies mm-hmm. other, uh, that's going to be there. So I get to hobnob and introduce the introduce myself with some of those other. Dang. Uh, so that's kind We're going to give you a shirt to wear I, out I thought it was cool, man. I was like, you know, how do they know me? But uh, Yeah, how did they invite you? Well, like I said, I'm in the system and for shows that come through West Texas, mm-hmm. uh, it, whether it comes to the Wagner Noel, that holds big shows there. If there's a comedy event of a big name coming through, mm-hmm. I know about it. Wow. Whether I'm a part of it or not, I know about it because I get the emails. Hey, this person's coming through your area. Yeah. Like, cool. And sometimes they'll say, hey, uh, I've got this person coming through West Texas. Do you have a venue or a place where we can put them? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, where they can go. And I'm like, oh. I'll work on it. You know, I'll, I'll do my best. And like I said, that's why uh, my venues that I use, they're all over the West Texas area. So I can do Big Springs. I can do San Angelo, which is my major market. Uh, Midland, Odessa, Monahans, Fort Stockton, Abilene. Uh, those are markets that I can use for venues that say, hey, man, if you've got a show, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll do something. Lubbock. Mm-hmm. Lubbock's another good one. Mm-hmm. But I try not to step on anybody's toes who has a major market over there already. Yeah. Like Lubbock, if there's a promoter or a scene over there where the promoters are doing comedy, if I'm going to bring a big name through there, I will mm-hmm. ask them first, hey, do you want to do a show together? I've got this guy who wants to do a show in yeah. Lubbock. I just don't go into Lubbock and say, hey, I'm going to do this. So I, I don't like stepping on anybody's toes. And um, Nine times out of 10, like, oh, hell yes. You know, that's why I don't bring too many shows to San Antonio because Mm. Bobby's got this market. Uh, Irma, she had it for a while. Uh, Big Al Gonzalez, he had this area to where it's their area. I'm not going to try to, you know, invade into their property. So there's enough comedy out there for everybody. So you pick and choose where you want to go. So, but it's territorial like that. It's not necessarily territorial, but I think it's a respect thing. Yeah. Yeah, Austin. I don't go down to Austin, even though I did a show with Bill, uh, was it Bill Green? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, whatever his name, the, the moose guy, no green, <laughs> uh, he, uh, the um, the no Canadian guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did a show with him, and he asked me, he said, "Well, how often do you do uh, here in Austin?" I said, "Well, this is not my market." <laughs> so, uh, you you ever thought about moving to Austin? I've heard of the scene, yeah, uh, of comedy in Austin. Too and, fringy. Yeah, I, I just hear that it's it's uh, there's too many. And I'm not saying anything bad about Austin, but sure. here there's a lot of backstabbing going on. Oh, really? Uh, and I don't like associating yeah. myself with that. Drama. Yeah, I, exactly. Good, good word. I don't like getting involved in the drama that they have over there. And I try to avoid it if yeah. I can. That's why I don't have an issue or problem with anybody or anybody has a problem or an issue with me because uh, I try to make it right, make it affordable for everybody who comes through. And if I can't afford it, hey, I can't afford you, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Are they um, filming the uh, Omar? Um, uh, Gooding. Gooding. Uh, you know, what is it called? The the, the tour. Yeah, the tour. The we're doing. out here tour. Yeah. I don't think he's going to allow to be tour to be filmed because in Big Spring, it's it's the remember this is the small stages. Mm-hmm. Now, if we put him on the big stages, there's more involved as far as uh, what's allowed or what he will allow or mm-hmm. uh, contracts that have to be drawn up or the money that could be made from a bigger stage. Oh, really? To perform mm-hmm. on the small stages, you don't necessarily. I don't necessarily have to go to the agent. I can talk directly to the comedian himself or mm-hmm. herself, mm-hmm. and work out a deal just between me and him. If it's something that's bigger, then I go through his agent, <clears throat> and his agent does all that. And then there's more involved as far as contracts. And like I said, I've dealt with so many of the comedians in the business that it is. I don't need to have to do a contract all the time because mm-hmm. they know. 
hey, he's legit. He's good. So so putting a show together from scratch, what are some of the things that people don't think about if they want to just dive in and put a comedy show together? The main thing of putting a show together is what your budget will allow you to do. Because the main thing is, is these communities that want to come in, they want to get paid. You know, you got to make sure you have the money to pay them. Where promoters lose their credibility um, in doing shows is when they offer a, a show for a certain amount of money mm-hmm. and then they don't have the money to pay them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times if you don't put them to paper or put them to contract, mm-hmm. you know, they get away with it. Um, so making sure you have the money, whether you're going to say, Hey, we agreed to this, this amount, you must ha- have that amount of your own personal money if necessary. Right. Put there to cover it because a lot of comedians, they, they, they look at it the wrong way. They think, well, I'm gonna put a show together and I'll pay them by ticket sales. Well, if your ticket sales don't cover the cost he's asking for, right. he's going to be short, and he and or she mm-hmm. is going to be short and upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they will never work with you again. Like me, I'm short and upset. <laughs> but that's just it. I don't have that reputation of never paying my comedians. So they, they'll say, hey, no, he's cool. You know, we can do it. How do you determine the, the pay for them? I mean, I guess it's a negotiation between what they think they deserve and also what you're going to pull. On it's based on. a lot of time when they ask and say, well, the first question they usually ask is, well, how big is your venue? Gotcha. And it's all depending on the seating capacity. Mm-hmm. Now, with if you say, hey, my seating capacity is like 65 seats, his next question is, okay, well, if I'm wanting this amount, can we make tickets at this price? Right. To where I'll be covered, mm-hmm. and if I have to like either put a deposit down on the venue itself, but most yeah. of the venues I work work out of, I don't have to put a deposit down because oh, they really? know it. Yeah, so I it's not an expense I have to cover, right? Because they know you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than maybe a flight that I might have to cover or the hotel expense, that's the only thing I hope to get my money back from the ticket sales. Mm. Uh, but uh, and in the market that I'm in would they be willing to pay that amount for a ticket? And that also depends on the person that you're bringing in. What we call a name draw comedian. Right. You can put up to $65 on a ticket that's on the small stage. Sheesh. People will think about paying it. Depending yeah. On, like, if, let's say a Thursday show where somebody's coming in on a Thursday night and the tickets are $65 yeah. on the small. Nobody's going to pay that. No. Uh, because... For one, it's on a Thursday and they have yeah. to go to work. They've got to pay day. a sitter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so when you're negotiating with a, with a, a comedian, let's say for whatever night he wants, mm-hmm. uh, he'll ask, well, what is the seating capacity? What is the targeted audience in that area? Like I just picked up a venue that's a country bar. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to pick up this country bar. I'm not going to bring, I'm going to bring in comedians that will fit the targeted audience of a country bar. Right. You know, I'm not going to bring in Mike Epps for this, well, he probably would. <laughs> but yeah, he I would. wouldn't bring in somebody that, for that particular venue yeah. because it's not part of the targeted audience in that venue. Right. But I have a lot of contacts, a lot of comedians that I know that'll do well as hell in mm-hmm. that country venue. I have another video, uh, video venue in uh, Odessa. Uh, it's mostly Latino. Mm-hmm. Well, my first show that I'm getting ready to start up is with Mario Salazar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to do good because yeah. that's the targeted audience over there. Crazy motherfucker. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I could set the the price of the tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, that particular venue holds 800 people. Right. So I can price the tickets anywhere from $25 up to $60. Wow. But Mario, actually more than, you know, what Mario has agreed mm-hmm. or told me he would accept. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And cover that cost. So. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it because I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. You know, and I said, well, ooh, like there's a certain one that he wants five grand. 
which is fine, but he's not what I call a name draw. Gotcha. So to have that five grand that he wants, right? I don't think I could sell tickets at a price that will cover his asking price. For how long of a set? Shows mostly 90 minutes. 90 minutes? Yeah. And that usually it will, if it's, especially with, with my shows, I like to give like up and coming comedians a chance to be on a big stage <laughs> mm-hmm. with a headline, a major headliner or a touring headliner. Yeah. So I would have a special guest, a feature, and then a headliner. And headliners do anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. to where a feature could do anywhere from 20 minutes to 25, depending on how much time the headliner wants to do. Right. And then my special guest, I give him, you know, five, five minutes of fame, five to seven minutes, plus whatever the host will do. So if the, the amount that you're paying them, you know, is a hundred percent, what percentage is going to the headliner and then the rest? Well, the headliner is, is first. It, that's all that matters. <laughs> whatever his asking price is, uh, I have to make sure that's covered. Anything over that. Now, if I get a touring comedian, that's a feature, mm-hmm. uh, um, then, you know, it's still headliner first, touring second, a mm-hmm. uh, feature second. So that has to be taken care of first or made sure it's taken care of first. Mm-hmm. The special guest, yeah. if there's a profit, even for myself, for me to pay myself, <clears throat> yeah. I have to get the profit from it. And that includes anything that's left over that I had to pay for a flight mm-hmm. or I had to pay for the hotel. So if the hotel was 60 bucks, 70 bucks and right. flight was $200. I get my $300 back first. Yeah. And then anything over that is profit for me. And then out of my profit, I will pay the special guests. And is the venue typically asking for a flat fee or a percentage? For the venue, what it does for them is that, especially like if it's a bar scene, Mm -hmm. it's bringing more people into their bar and they're spending money on drinks. Yeah. So when they don't charge me to use their venue, they make their money from the drinks that people oh. buy. So it doesn't cost me anything to rent the venue out unless I do a theater. Like if I do a theater like the Wagner Noel, right. the Wagner Noel, they have a set price at $2,200. Mm. So if I pay that $2,200, you know, that's for me to get that back, that's going to come out of the profit from the ticket sales. Right. Alone. And they sell their own booze. Mm-hmm. So I don't get any of that liquor money. <laughs> do they include staffing? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That includes it. Ushers it also includes, depending on uh, the venue that you use, security. Oh, cool. Uh, a lot of times on uh, security, like the venue I have in Odessa, for every 50 people expected mm-hmm. uh, or 65 people expected, I have to have at least one security guard. Mm-hmm. So if I have an expectancy of over 100 and some odd people, I have to have at least two to three security guards. And depending on what it is, you know, hey, we take $100, you know, for that. So uh, $300 for three guards. Yeah. So I have to make sure, you know, if I can cover that or afford that for the show. The same. There Are the security guards considered the same as bouncers? So like if you pay now, three bouncers, those are three security guards? Or? No, if the bouncers come with the club, uh-huh. the club pays them. Oh, okay. I have nothing to do with that because they work there anyway. Yeah. yeah, security guards are somebody we have to bring in because of the event that we're having. So when people get that do it fluid in them and they get crazy and yeah. wavy, it's it's less likely that people will act up with security there mm-hmm. than they would a bouncer. They'll take on a bouncer. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll think twice. They right. still may do it, but they'll think yeah. twice before going up against security guard. And most of the time, the security guard is the city police. Dude, I've gone at it with a security guard. <laughs> you have? Yeah. <laughs> but I was we like fucking outnumbered that motherfucker and took yeah. his pepper spray. Yeah. Well, these, like, when and I had my taser. venue, I had my yeah. venue in, uh, in Midland uh, when we was the uh, Tilted Mug, I actually hired... Um, the Midland police, two guards from the Midland police that would come out. And because 
they were Midland police and they're standing there with in full gear. Mm-hmm. I never had a show where somebody acted crazy. I had one show one time where a lady went, you know, was too mouthy mm-hmm. and she had to be escorted out, but there was no fight. There was no fighting it. You know, mm-hmm. we gave her plenty of warnings and she just didn't adhere to the warnings <laughs> and the police had to escort her out. So, but I've never had a problem at a show where a fight broke out. <laughs> Knock on wood. Just, yeah. Just my Omar just my Gooding luck. better watch out. <laughs> August 18th, baby. August 18th. It's on. And that's another thing that goes with part of the reputation that I have is with MSPN that I haven't had a reputation where fights break out mm-hmm. or there's an issue with people going crazy or losing control. Mm. So that's because uh, you're, you're doing the show at upstage and not in the east side. Now, upstage, that's that's Bobby's area. So that I don't Bobby. Zero, I have nothing to do with. Um, but aren't you doing the Omar show? At I'm stage? doing the show there, but Bobby did. We presented that show to Bobby. Oh. And then uh, I'm a part of that show because of my show that I have mm-hmm. with them in, um, in uh, Big Spring. Mm-hmm. I'm also bringing the same show back to the Tilted Mug, I think in October or September. But the show in San Antonio or here is all Bobby. Have you ever seen a UFO? Uh, if I did, I didn't know what it was. Oh. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> it's not I, like you have. I wasn't high like, enough to realize it. So he couldn't identify it. Yeah, I couldn't identify. As I said, I didn't know what it was. Have you ever so. seen any ghosts? Okay, what clarifies? Oh, anything you would ghost? Anything you would consider paranormal? What I can, what I thought I saw, uh-huh. and haven't seen since could yeah. have been because it was like there for a second, and I. Could have swore that's what I saw. Yeah, that's to where I haven't seen anything like that since. What was so, it? So was it a ghost I saw or something I thought I saw? Because mm. the mind does. But play you don't tricks. take drugs. It I, doesn't my, play as many tricks now, as the mind well, does. I wasn't drunk either that night, so yeah. I don't know what caused it or what made me think I saw it. Yeah, but what did you think you saw? It was it was it was a clear image, um, and it was a girl. Okay, uh, it could have been. A dream I had. I don't know what, what caused it, but it was a girl in this uh, venue that I had went to, and I could have swore to goodness <laughs> I saw something uh-huh. that when I, you know, you do the fix yeah. your eyes shit, then it wasn't there. So, but I swear to goodness, as clear as I'm looking at you right now, right? I swear I saw an image at the you were at the venue at a venue yeah there wasn't a show going well and there was nobody we hadn't started the show yet which made me want to maybe i shouldn't have it here you know Mm -hmm. so but yeah that's happened that's happened once that's what i'm saying clarify what you think do i believe in ghosts yeah (laughs) well i didn't ask you if you believed but do you I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to believe on that uh-huh. subject because like you say, believing is, seeing is believing. Yeah. But if you've seen it once and you don't see it a second time, is, is it, do you believe it or you can't? Mm, if I, mean, I saw like, an alien ex- one time. Can't explain what you saw. I mean, it's kind of like Rich's penis. It exists. Oh, it exists. Yeah. But she's only seen it one time. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, so I don't. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Then you're not going to. I don't yeah. believe in it. <laughs> then I don't believe it. I don't believe in it. <laughs> but do you believe in the afterlife? An afterlife? Uh, I have thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you say, you know, a lot of times things are based on facts or something that you've experienced before. And I haven't yeah. experienced anything that would make me 
believe that there is an afterlife, but that there's nothing that has made me believe there's not. Because I always think, you know, the old saying, well, you live your life and then when you're gone, you're gone, but you come back as something else or someone else. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, shoot, how many lives have I already had? Right. I can't seem to remember if I was here before or not. Yeah. So I think that's a possibility. It's just I just don't have any facts to back it up with. Have you ever had a midlife crisis? No. no. You've always been pretty chill? Yes. Really? And the only reason I think that is because uh, I believe uh, you can only control what you can control. Hmm. And if you can't control or it's not for you to control, there's no reason for you to lose control over it. Mm -hmm. So I always kind of keep myself to where. I can't wait to hear that back. Yeah. It's it's something that I feel, uh, hey, there's no use, you know, crying over (laughs) spilt milk, so to speak. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that's 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 me in a nutshell. That's me in a nutshell. If you kind of extreme <laughs> crying, but yeah, yeah, well. bitch about it, right? <laughs> that's interesting. So, what's your most stressed out moment? Like, I tell you, well, that's funny. Uh, I guess most stressed out moment a lot of times for me, and it's not very stressful to where I, I lose control, but mm-hmm. it's uh going as and as long as I've been doing it, it's the first time going on stage. Oh really? Yeah. I think that's the most stressful time because you're like you're going up in front of a different crowd. Yeah. And you're hoping that your material, mm-hmm. you know, is good enough to entertain them. But until you come out with your first joke and get a feel for the crowd, that stress goes away. Unless you, you know, tell that first joke and the crowd is still looking at you like this. Mm-hmm. Mm. then you have to like, okay, what do I go to next? You know, so. uh, What if it's the same venue, like back to back? Do you still have that stress in the beginning of it? No. I've been doing the the Tilted Mug for like six years, but I I wouldn't call it stress, but every show you do, you always have what they call the the butterfly effect. I always have butterflies. Always have butterflies because you're still performing in in front of people, either a a whole new crowd, which nine times out of 10, it is a whole new crowd. You never get the same crowd all the time, but you'll get people that have come back. But they've come back because they liked what they heard. Yeah. And like I said, uh, that's why it's always good to come up with new material. So for those people Chris. that come back. <laughs> <laughs> so when those people come back, they're like, oh, no, not this guy again. Not the same joke again. And I, uh, there's he's not the only one. There's a lot of I guys know. that there's have There's a lot. This. No, yeah, you see it all the time. Because yeah. I, I, I used to go to stand-up comedy a lot more and used to wonder, like, why? why do they do that? That's so weird. <laughs> like I've already heard that joke yeah. on their special or something and I'm still hearing it. And and, and a lot but of the, uh, and that's why I like hard. comedians that are, uh, they can do crowd work to where uh, their material when they come out, it's, it's, it's funny every single time because it's not always the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now they may have bits and pieces of something they've said or done on stage right. before, but they, they mix it in with something that's happened in the crowd, someone they see in the crowd yeah. or something that happened to them on the way in from the crowd, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Or there's that one bit that's a staple that everybody wants to hear. Exactly. You know, regardless. You've got that, the, 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 uh, uh, the killer, the, mm-hmm. the killer joke that everybody loves to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, they, uh, when I did the show with, uh, Angelica, Je- uh, Johnson, who does uh, the uh, nail 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 oh, lady, yeah, nail, nail yeah. salon lady? Oh, People yeah. come to because of that bit alone. Yeah, that's why they come to see her. And even when she knows that, mm-hmm. she will still do it because they she knows that's what they want to hear, even yeah. though they've heard it millions of times before. But that's what that's what it, when you got that niche, you work it to your advantage. <laughs> it's like time. a rock band. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Their their niche is that yeah. main song. Everybody wants to hear them sing again. Yeah. But they yeah. 
but I don't want to hear the same jokes from everybody. You, no. you heard that, right? Yeah, I mean, you felt that I, the other night. Yeah. Some of the jokes. Oh, yeah. Some of the jokes I had already heard. And I was like, oh, man, like I already know where he's going mm-hmm. with this. Like, so it was some. And that's why it's good. Like I said, when me and Chris travel uh, together, it's good to travel with him because when we're doing an audience we haven't been in front of. Mm-hmm. And I, he knows my routine. I know his routine, but the crowd does it. We, I could be off stage and he's doing this. I could be off stage on the side and say the same shit he's saying on stage. <laughs> and he can do it for me when we're in front of a new crowd. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny that when you're in front of a new crowd and you're doing your main bit, well, you get that response like, hey, they love me, you know, mm-hmm. to where Ooh, I'm going there again. Mm-hmm. Uh, either I bring something new and sometimes I'll, I'll do this as well. I'll go to say, how many of y'all have seen me before? And, you know, depending on the hands that go up, yeah. if the majority of the hands have seen me before, I try not to do the same material. Mm-hmm. If there's a, less hands that go up, I say, okay, well, y'all probably go hear some of the same shit you already heard <laughs> compared to some of the new shit. But, uh, what works, uh, a lot of, uh, like uh, my uh, grandma ninja joke, uh, I tell that joke, everybody loves my grandma ninja joke. <laughs> and it's so funny that uh, I've been to a show that before and somebody, a lady out in the crowd said, tell your, tell your grandma ninja joke. <laughs> and the kids, the kids love oh, my really? grandma ninja joke. Yeah, so it's, it's funny. It just depends on your crowd. That's interesting. Do, do all comedians like not like to go up first so that they can kind of see what the crowd looks like? Uh, yeah, well, it, the title of the comedian, if you're a headliner, well, you definitely don't well, want to yeah, go up first because they yeah. came to see well, yeah. the headliner, right. but features or special guests, like we did the show in my personal opinion, when you have a show that you're doing and you've got like 10 comedians on it or, you know, and each comedian is doing maybe 10 minutes a piece, seven, eight minutes a piece. Mm-hmm. I don't like being that 10th comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd rather be the anywhere from the third on gotcha. reason being because a good comedy show on average lasts about 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. So when people know that they're coming for a good 90 minutes to hear a show, yeah. uh, of course that 90 minutes, they know the headliners coming. Right. So they'll stay for that, sh- for that headliner. Mm-hmm. When you got a comedian or an open, an open, I wouldn't even say an open mic, but a showcase show when you got dozens of comedians on there. Yeah. After a while, sometimes the crowd may get restless and they don't want to hear after that sixth comedian. So the crowd starts to leave. So by the time that eighth or ninth or 10th comedian comes up, he right. doesn't have that full audience he had yeah. when the show first started. So when you have that many comedians on the show, I never like going uh, last or the, what we'd like to call the closer uh, on a show like that. I'd rather be in the third or fourth because on average by the third comedian, fourth comedian, that's where you're actually at in a regular show anyway. So, but when you got more than that, I, I'd rather be up front. What do you think about people eating at your, at the shows versus not eating? Is it a uh, distraction? Or no. It, and I think it's good sometimes for that to happen because most of the time when there's food there, it's to help settle the stomach for all their drinking that's mm-hmm. going on. Because if you've got a Didn't lot Didn't work of, the other night. Yeah, <laughs> I know a lot of times. If you're doing a show where Did it's just, <clears throat> a lot of people mm-hmm. are just drinking and no food to soak up that alcohol, well, you might get more unruly people because that alcohol, that do-it fluid will start mm-hmm. to take over and they want to be a part of the show. You yeah. Know? So I think having food there a lot of times helps soak up some of that alcohol so that everybody stays calm. They stay there, enjoy the show. No, you're still going to have that sore thumb every now and then that sticks yeah. out and they're going to like, hey, you're ruining it for the rest of us. You know, they're licking their fingers from the chicken wings. But, <laughs> but yeah. why, did, why didn't you name Dave Chappelle? 
when you said uh, the two on your bucket list. It, that is, you know what? That he would be another one. And I had my opportunity. Offensive. I had my opportunity to work on stage with Jay, Jay, Dave Chappelle, and I missed it. My buddy up in uh, Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, um, Andre, uh, Adrian uh, Washington, I'm name dropping Adrian, uh, did a show <laughs> with uh, Dave Chappelle, and I was so jealous of him that day because he invited me to come to the show. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, I went up to the show. I went, the first time he invited me, I went to the show. Uh, he, he had uh, Big Lavelle Crawford and, Lavelle, and Tommy uh, um Davidson. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was cool. And I, I went to that show. And then the second time, and he introduced me and I got to meet those guys. I didn't get Tommy Davidson, but uh, Lavelle Crawford. But the second time he had David Chappelle, he worked, he got to do a show with him and he would have introduced me to him. And I was like, oh man, that would have been so cool to, to do that. And then I had the second time I had the opportunity was right here in San Antonio. Dave Chappelle came here to San Antonio as a surprise show. Oh, shit. I don't shit. know if you guys yeah. remember that. Where? Yeah. yeah, like a year or two. Ago. Oh, yeah. Nobody knew he right was coming. Right after the And when they, he announced he was here, the show sold out in like 10 minutes or something like that. And I was like, man, I didn't know he was coming. Of course, it's out of my area. I didn't know he was coming. <laughs> you know? But And then he added a second show. And again, that second show sold out. And a lot of times when there's shows uh, in the area, and if I can talk to, if I go to the show and I talk to the right person, yeah. they'll let me backstage. Really? Yeah. They'll let me in. Not all the time, but yeah. a, more, a lot of the time they will. So I would have gotten to meet him then too. So Do you just start dropping a bunch of names when you get to the right person? Or what you do, do you say? Either that or I give him my, my, my business card. Uh, and I'll, I'll lead a, hey, I'm a promoter out of West Texas mm-hmm. and I'm here, you know, out of town. And it'd be awesome if I got to meet uh, and talk to. I'm going to try that. Yeah. <laughs> do they check? They're like, hold on, let me call some people real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they'll, they'll call Mike. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like those, you know, my, my business card I give them a lot of times yeah. helps a lot too. Or considering the venue or whatever venue does where they are, you know, like the mm-hmm. Dallas, uh, Fort Worth venue, Hyenas. Oh, I forget his name now. <laughs> uh, that's how I met Polly Shore. Mm. I came to watch the show and uh, I said, hey man, you know, he knew who I was. So he let me backstage to meet Polly Shore. Plus the headliner was April Macy and she knew me too. So she said, yeah, let him back, let him wow. back. So, Dang. Do you still know Polly Shore? Like, are y'all yes. cool? Can we no, get- not like that. I was going to say, can we get him on the podcast? <laughs> not like yeah, that. Buddy. We're, not, we're not cool like that. But like I said, that, that Mike Shields that came on that show. Oh yeah. And I don't know if you noticed it, but he turned he and snapped his head yeah, back a little because bit because the name he knew, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that Mike Shields. Which is when I saw that, I'm surprised Paulie didn't stand up and say, "Hey, that's not the Mike Shields I know." Yeah. No, whether he remembers. That's exactly what the fuck I said when I. When <laughs> he jumped right out the shower. <laughs> As a matter of fact, there's just got in the shower, and I hear it. I'm like, "Oh, I'm getting out of this fucking shower real quick. Let me see." I don't know why, because I could have rewinded it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you just wanted to see Mike Shields Thank on stage. It. But as I say, yeah. <laughs> this is how I always dreamed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't the same, but it still works. But it's cool. But a lot of times, uh, yeah. if, you know, I, I try to pull that, you know, name card, you know, hey, mm-hmm. I'm so-and-so. Can you let, and it works sometimes. What's your business card look like? Uh, it's got my name on it, MSPN Entertainment. And, uh, what is MSPN? Mike Shields Personal Network. Oh, Cool. Yeah, so I'll, last I'll, time, last time you were here, you told us that uh, John Witherspoon told you that um, mm-hmm. 
Um, he gave me the best advice I've always yeah. treasured. So now I've been telling people, oh, John Witherspoon gave me that advice. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of leave you out of it. What's the advice? John Witherspoon told me, he said, when you're a comedian, he said, everybody's not going to get into your humor or understand your humor. And you can tell the same joke over and over and over again every time you do a show. And it could be funny to some people and might not be funny to everyone, but it's how you deliver that joke that makes it funny. Yeah. She said, so when you tell that joke, get a feel of your audience, you know, and how you deliver that joke mm -hmm. will make that joke funny every time, no matter how you tell it. So, Damn. Yeah, he, he kind of gave me that. And he said, you, you're not going to please everybody. You know, everybody's not going to think you're funny, but how you deliver that joke. How many he, fights have you He been gave in? us that advice. Oh, he gave you two, right? Yeah. yeah he gave it <laughs> through Mike Shields, yeah, but he, he gave it to me. gave it to you. <laughs> How many fights have you been in your life? Man, I am not a fighter, man. Dude, I'm, zero? You're just breaking all black stereotypes. Yeah, yeah man. I'm, I'm, the white, I'm the white black guy. I, How many wine tours have you been on? <laughs> 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 we do do a show at a winery in uh, Cristobal, but uh, I'm not a big, I, I like to chill with wine, but I'm not a big wine drinker, but uh, we do at the, at the, the story. Ah, uh, fights. Ooh, I think the last fight I got into, uh, it, it had to be uh, out of high school. Uh, so if that, and that's back in. Yeah, 1880. 1890? 1880. Yeah. <laughs> and I was a freshman. Yeah. And it was, you know, <laughs> I don't know if I told the story the last time I was. A, as I a freshman so. in our high school, they have what they call. Nigga hallway. Oh no! This uh, was eighteen ninety. Is that where your fountains were at? Huh? Is that oh. where your fountains were at? My fountains? Yeah, yeah the, fountains. the fountains. Water fountain. Oh no! <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> pretty bad. We got to explain. It. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so long ago. Once it hit, it they was, were just normal to him. <laughs> and it was funny because the it, it what they call dude lined up. Huh? Blacks, right? But, and they would mainly pick out freshmen that would walk. And if you were brave enough to walk through that hallway to get to wherever you had to go, uh -huh. then you know you survive. And uh, who named it that? Y'all named it sure. that? I was a freshman. I didn't know about it until I got there. Oh. So he was walking down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard, no, because they would want to say, hey, "Be careful, man! Don't go down what they call nigga hallway." And I said, okay, cool. You know, and this uh, the guy was a. Oh, was it a white guy that told you that or was it a black no, guy? No, it was a friend. Of, he was a sophomore, the guy that was there. was a friend Damn. of mine. He was a sophomore. John Gatewood uh, told me about it. They said, be careful. Oh, Don't shit. go down. Name Nick, drop. Nick, well, he's deceased now. Oh, good. Uh, he said, be careful. And I was really late for a class one. And the way the hallway was, it, you had to go through it. If you didn't want to go through the hallway, you'd have to go outside <laughs> and make you later. go around and come <laughs> through the other door on the other side, which would be late. But I was really late for the class. Take your chance. And I did. That's exactly what I did. And I went to walk through it. And you know, I'm peeping and they're, they're hanging there. Oh, you know, they're no. hanging out. With their fucking pitchforks. I, I started to walk through there and they grabbed me and said, hey, man. He said, uh, where are you going? I said, man, I, I'm just trying to get to class, man. <laughs> trying to get to class. He said, well, uh, you know you can't go this way. I said, yeah, man, I said, look, I'm the, you know, I'm trying to explain it. You know, I'm not going to come through this way again, but I'm really late. He said, well, you're about to be a little later. <laughs> and they grabbed my ass, man, and 
like I said, I'm I'm fighting to you know not get my ass whooped. And uh, I was about the last fight. And the, the you were guy, still white at this time, right? I, well, I was. I haven't discovered my whiteness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? They, they beat yet. it into him. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> Uh, being being part of the black uh, you know squad came at that out? time came Uh-oh. out and, uh, you know they were swinging I was swinging I'm a freshman you know they were been there for five six years who knows <laughs> <laughs> so, it was the fucking principal <laughs> and it was odd enough but uh, I I fought my way you know I suffered a little bit but uh, you know you should see the other guy kind of story yeah. you know but uh, which was. Uh, Did he have I a black respect. eye? I don't yeah. think he had a black eye, but I had earned respect as a freshman. So it was okay for a while that I was allowed to come through. Oh, shit. You had a way. shield on you. Yeah. Mike Shield. Mike Shield. And then they knew my That's name. where the name so, came from. Yeah. And then every now, you know, when I became a sophomore, well, guess what? I got to hang out. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I get one way. fight got you all that clout? Yes. Damn. Now, even when I got the respect and, and got to hang out in it my sophomore, junior year, yeah. I never attacked anybody. So I never f- had to fight anybody outside of that. But that, that I can remember, crazy. that was probably the last time I ever got into a fight outside of family fighting, you know. But, Ooh. Uh, you What's know. the closest you ever been to jail then? Oh, I've been to jail quite a few times. <laughs> There it is. That part of my there blackness I haven't lost. <laughs> there it is. Yo. <laughs> God damn, it took yeah. me two hours and six minutes. <laughs> find out. Yeah, I, I went in jail when I was in the Navy. I, I got oh. I got thrown in what they call CCU. Oh, uh, no. Correctional Custody Unit. Oh, uh, it no. was so. I thought it was, it was the um, Caucasian unit. <laughs> and they gave me a nickname. Uh, oh. What did they call me again? Uh, I think we know the nickname. It's okay. <laughs> you can stop. I don't think there. YouTube allows that word. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Uh, and it was funny because you know everybody was calling me that nickname, and I remember the guard would come in there and she's doing roll call. We're standing out in front of our cell, and she'd yell out my name, and I would never answer <laughs> my real name. You know, Mike uh-huh. Shields, and he's I would never answer. And then the other guy says, "No, his name is Norman now." <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect timing. Yeah. That was weird. I love that. So, yeah. Norman? I, yeah. I don't know how they gave me that name, but that was my nickname, Norman. Well, the first time I went, they called me Norman. Wrong, wrong N word, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't call me. No, I thought I was centric. I was like, whoa. They didn't, right. they didn't call me little N word. Yeah. You know, anything like that. No, I thought it was Norman. Big Dick Mike. Oh, no, that came later. Because he was a normal <laughs> N. More like Long Dick Mike. Normal N. So they oh, call him Norman. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. 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 Gotta think like them. He's a Norman. There you go. Gotta think like yeah. them. I'm not Norman. racist. I'm just thinking like yeah. racist people. <laughs> I guess we'll call him Norman because he's kind of like one of us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Damn. CCU. What did you, what, how did you get in there? What'd you do? Believe What'd you not do? Not in the service. You were innocent. No, no. I was guilty. But, and I this admit is, it. And, admit is, it. And, and you'll probably under, <laughs> you, you'll probably agree with and understand how I got in there. Uh, I was always late for muster. Yes, I could never. How'd you know I'm always late? I, I'm always late. I could never get I to know. muster on in time. And it got to where, you know, in the Navy. You were on Norman time. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OPP. NOP. Uh, in the service, you have to be where you're supposed to be on time. Yeah. And I would miss that bus that would carry to the location I was supposed to be at. And you only get so many times and you get rode up and you get 
your warnings, and if mm-hmm. you still miss out, they yeah. send you to the correctional custody unit. Wow. Mike, that's the weakest reason to go to jail. Hey, I agree. <laughs> I was fighting it myself. I said, "Come on, I wasn't. I wasn't stealing anything. I was just yeah. laying. You're gonna. Well, that's why it was CCU and not the brig. Yeah. There is a difference. Oh. Yeah, see, it's the like brig, detention. Yeah, CCU and the brig is is two different things. So, but that's where they sent me. It's, but it's got bars. Yeah. You're behind bars, and you get your. Dinner on a silver tray, you know, a metal tray. So. so did you know I was always late or did you know I was racist? Uh, both. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, can, I, I can am tell. always late. I could tell. I, I, no, I've, I've, to things I've, I care I've, about, I'm not. Yeah, obviously I've gotten better since those Work, times. I'm I, I, yeah, I, no, I haven't got fired from the job because I can't get there on time. I never so. have. I'm, I'm, I'm that good. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what's the worst time, like, what's the worst crime you committed to go to jail? Worst crime? Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. worst crime that I went to jail? Yeah. Uh, stealing. <laughs> stealing. What were you stealing? Was it a pair of, pair of sneakers? No, it was a backpack. A backpack? Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I put it on like it was a backpack that I had wore in mm-hmm. at the store, and I took the tag off of it. And uh, what I didn't know is that inside the backpack <laughs> was that little- the sensor? Yeah. Yeah. That, that went off. And I was trying to explain my story. No, I, I I wore this in, and I had to go down to the PO, the police station, and, and I was younger then, of course. Damn, too, so. it's pretty fucking ruthless. Yeah, I, I really wanted oh. that backpack. It had Batman yeah. on it. So this fucking guy, Mike, man, he's yeah. he's a fucking that was real my, criminal. That's that yeah. dark side. Damn, <laughs> dark side. Of me. Yo, say, you do know I'm black, right? right? So that's what I tried to push off. But they said, yes, actually we do. <laughs> so we noticed. That's, that's why you're coming with us kind of thing. Dang. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm not the... But I'm did you ever make it into general population or did you always just get to the holding cell? And- just the holding cell. Yeah. Um, like I said, even in CCU, I was there for 30 days. So that's... Any N-word hallways over there? No, no, yeah. there wasn't. No. That's CCU, crazy. Yeah. CCU, of course, you just had a hallway you couldn't go through. Like, and, and believe yeah. it or not, the whites did not go through that hallway. Yeah, they did. They did not. They did, it was very well. Like I said, you'd have to go outside. Yeah. To go all the way around. And they were and on time. Out, and then, go, well, well, they were smarter than I was. I guess they left mm. a little earlier to get make it to that class. But it was just that particular day that I was, I don't even remember what it was, why I was running late, but. So they made everybody go the long way? No, they didn't make them. You had a choice. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> but because Damn. of the reputation that hallway had, yeah. and which I thought was still kind of weird because the teachers yeah, didn't man. put a stop to you get a few solid motherfuckers together and be like, let's go down that hallway. But, let's and, go. And, and here's the thing, you know, teachers knew about it or knew the <laughs> reputation. They didn't go either? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing of it is, you know, they were like, separate times that they would meet up or group up in there. And if your uh-huh. teacher was coming through there, they would disperse. And, uh, and then after that teacher was gone, they'd be right back in there again. And, you know, the teacher can monitor it and stay hanging I out. I would go grab a tell. teacher anytime yeah. I need to walk down that hallway. Hey, teach. Like, they, I need to had, talk to you. They like, had can students, we talk? They had students that did that or they really? tried that. But here's the thing. Oh, if no. they had a student that did that, they that get brought the teacher, right, that brought them through nigga hallway. Yeah. They would find them outside of nigger hallway. Oh, now you're free. Now you're open. Now you're, yeah. Oh. So that you would get that beating for bringing a teacher like down. The Hunger Games, bro. Dude. <laughs> that's so bro. It was great. That was high school, man. That was high school. What? Where was that? This was in Champaign. Rantoul, Illinois. Rantoul, Illinois. We just had slap ass Fridays in my fucking school. 
<laughs> slap ass Fridays? Yeah. I'm afraid that's what that is. Y'all don't know about slap ass Fridays? No. no. What? I don't want to tell it because now it's kind of like. Because it's not Friday. Now it's, now it's a crime. Because <laughs> it's not no, Friday. No, it really is now. On Fridays, you would just um, slap girls' asses yeah. all day. Oh, girls' yeah. asses. Yeah. I thought it was the guy. You can I know. I was like, asses. what? I was I was like, like, yeah. If you want to, you can slap a dude's ass. Yeah. But, but yeah so you could just go slapping girls' asses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they have consent because it's slap ass Friday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everybody. What? Yeah. It's yeah. like automatic consent. There was a different time in the early 2000s. How hard would you yeah. slap the ass? As, mm-hmm. as hard as they could take it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And bra slapping too? Or bra snapping? No, there was another one. It was, there was uh, another one. Remember that? Remember it was Slap Ass Friday and there was another one, dude. I can't remember. Grab her by the Pussy Wednesday? So, so, so that, uh, yeah, no, right. that wasn't until, that wasn't until 20, <laughs> 2020. Grab her by, by the Pussy Trump Tuesdays. <laughs> Trump Tuesdays. <laughs> it's Trump Tuesday, Trump girl. Tuesday. Grab her by creep. the Pussy Trump Tuesday. <laughs> Is it like Titty Twister Tuesday? Probably. Like oh, Titty, titty Twister's yeah. worth So what did they have for the ladies? Yeah, that one. Grab them in the dick for... No. Nah, they couldn't do nothing. No, yeah. why? That's gross. Yeah. This for women? This was like back yeah. in the day, though. This was like... And they're yeah, just this asking is when for I was it. in school, so yeah. this was at least... <laughs> wow. Now it's frowned upon to do this kind of mm-hmm. stuff in public. Yes! I don't know about frown, but it's... It's not, not frowned upon. It's yeah. illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's like... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's Friday. I have yeah. a pass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We used wow. to do that religiously. Mm-hmm. And it was basically consensual because they were. Yeah. Everybody knew about it. Yeah. Like, they would all like, giggle so they, and laugh. Yeah. Hose was walking out that hallway on purpose. Yeah. Huh? yeah. They, they, they were, they were, <laughs> there wasn't even a hallway. Yeah. It was the whole spandex school. on purpose. Yeah, yeah bro. Wow. They were wearing tights and just waiting to get their ass slapped. Yeah. Wow. And anybody. It didn't matter. Female. Dude, some of them anybody. would come with little handprints ready on their all fucking pants. Really? I remember that. I remember. Uh-huh. And nobody would get in trouble. Nobody uh-huh. would go to the office if a teacher saw or. I never did. Wow. <laughs> never slapped ass or never got in trouble. Yeah, I never got never in trouble. Ass. I've been slapping ass since baby. <laughs> I still slapping <laughs> ass. <right>? Damn. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't. I that didn't exist when I was a kid. Well, I, I was about know. to ask, I'll, what kind of controversial it was episodes good have you ever put your, gotten yourself into? <laughs> well, how that much laugh. time you got? Uh, you know, <laughs> give, me, give, give me the, the. Oh man, man, so many. Um, the bullet, the bullet notes. <laughs> the bullet notes. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, like the reason I asked because you know you're, you're no bigger than I am. No. Know? So you know true. to get in kind now, of when, trouble. So like that. this guy came from California one time to my high school, and for some reason he had it out for me, and wow. I he was kind of my size, a little a little bit bigger than me, but um, he just had it out for me. So, so you had a bully from day one, and and. No, because I was in a gang. So I mean, uh, okay. was just I'm walking with my up. homies and he picked me out of the group because I guess, guess I was the smallest one. one. No, <laughs> I had my handprint ready and he didn't want to. Um, yeah, smallest one, I guess he, he just thought. And he just, every time I walk in in the morning for breakfast into the cafeteria, wow. he'd just be just like staring at me. And, and um, after a while, uh, I was like, fuck is your problem right and he's like you're a little bitch and I was like, damn and i wouldn't fight i had this role i wouldn't fight at school right and so i'd be like if you go to my neighborhood i'll fight you and, right and they usually wouldn't go to the neighborhood <laughs> they wouldn't take the time out to do that but he went like i got home from school and uh, at the he fucking really school bus yeah <laughs> and like the wow. fucking I, like school bus stops on my street and i see him standing right by my house like I don't know if I gave him my address or they just knew where I lived. Oh, but yeah. But he was right out front. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. Well, all right. 
Cool. So I had jewelry on at the time. I take off my jewelry. I give it to yeah. my brother. I'm like, I'm going to get in a fight right now. And he's like, oh, wow, so he calls. Yeah, I was ready. I was always ready to fight, but I wouldn't fight at school because yeah. I'm like, they're just going to fucking pull us apart. We're yeah. going to go to the yeah. fucking, the yeah. whatever. And um, we would usually fight in the neighborhood, you know? Um, so, wow. he, dude, I put it on him and like I got on top of him and he's just like, he didn't want me to keep punching him anymore. And so like he pushes me off him. I get up and and he's like, ya stool, ya stool. And then in Spanish, that means that's it. Like, oh. that's it. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, nah, let's go. And he's like, no, that's it. And I was like, all right, dude, you're not going to call me a bitch at school anymore. <laughs> he's like, you're not a bitch, you're not a bitch. And he didn't like me still, but he just stopped well, calling me a bitch. Of course, he whooped his ass now. That's a yeah. different reason not to like you yeah. now. You know, yeah. that's crazy. He didn't like you before because he thought you was a bitch. Now he doesn't like you because you whooped now, his right. ass. You whooped and his then, bitch ass. Like that's a bitch. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't. Yeah. That's crazy I getting know. your ass whooped for being a good judge of character, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like he, was, he was spot on. He was just my size. It was a problem. <laughs> no, I, I had a bully. Chris Lipscomb, I'll never forget. But he was part of nigga hallway too, so. Oh, damn. Yeah, so he, he was always. This one on. kid always would, he was like one of my good friends on the bus. He would always tell me about this family that was talking shit about me in the neighborhood. And um, I'm like, why? And he's like, and I used to date their daughter, right? But we had there a falling out, yeah. but they would always just talk shit randomly. And, and one day I got mad. So I take a bunch of weapons and I, I have a friend like, like, what kind like of weapon? six, four. Dude, I had <laughs> knives on me, bro. Oh, I had like, like, like knives Danny on me. Like, in, in yeah. <laughs> yes, dude. And I had a bat that I made at school. I, I made a bat in middle school. What? And so I go to this family's house and I walk in their garage and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Suited <laughs> so up. mad, right? And shit. my friend is like six, four. He's just standing outside. Just like, man, this dude's fucking crazy. And, um, <laughs> The mom comes out and she's like, we're calling the cops. Get out of here. And I'm like, why y'all keep talking shit about me? And they're like, why do you keep talking shit about us? And I'm like, what? And they're like, your friend keeps coming over here telling us every day that you're talking shit about us. And I'm like, that's what, she what? So I'm like, all right. So I leave and I go grab that friend and I pick him up and I'm like, come smoke with us, man. So we, let's go to the woods. Oh, you fucking <laughs> smoked them. Dude, he's RIP, bro. But anyway, he's, um, so, so he gets in the car. And he's always wanted to smoke with us, but we never let him because he wasn't part of the, the neighborhood the clip, group. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he gets in the car. He's like, hey, man, I went over to their house today and they were talking all this shit about you. I was like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anything. I just want to smoke, man. Yeah. And so we go to the woods and we go to these tunnels and there's like this, this tunnels, there's one way in, one way out. The other way out is like a 10 foot, 15 foot drop to some big Ooh, ass rocks. Snap. So we go in there. I want to go that way. And we get in the tunnel and he starts telling me about the family again. And I'm like, you know what? Why do they keep talking shit about me? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's so weird. It's so weird. And I'm like, you think so? I think I know why though. And he's like, and he crouches down because he's like, he knew, he knew that I knew that he was going and telling them I was talking right, shit. Right. So he's like, I don't want to do this, man. I don't want to do this. And I was like, you don't want to do what? And he's like, I don't want to do this. And I was like, tell you what, just tell me the truth and you can go. You can go out that way. <laughs> you can leave. And he's like, or you can go over the cliff. All right. So he's like, down all right. The hallway. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, it was me. I've been going over there. I've been going over there every day and telling them for just, just for fun that you're talking shit about them. And then I've been going and telling you that you, they're they talking said. shit about you. And I'm like, do what the f and I'm just like, what the fuck? And he looks and my friend's standing like right here next to him. 
And he flinches at my friend and my friend's like, he goes like that to him, like the fuck you flinching for? And when my friend goes like that to him, he takes off running the wrong way. That's what the flinch does. (laughs) That's what the flinch does. That's what the flinch is made for. You you got a scary flinch. That means, oh, I got to get the hell out of here. My my friend who's six foot four, he's he's standing on top of the tunnels, right? There's land over the tunnels. He's standing up there. And then I have another friend at the end of the tunnel. And he was just crouched down. Well, the guy's running towards him. And my fucking friend moves out of the way. Like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Fucking <laughs> jumps. You wasn't supposed to. You were like the outsiders. He falls off. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, and I walk up. You weren't supposed to move. And I walk up and he's just like flat on the rocks. It's like, oh. Anything crying. broke? Problem? I don't know. Oh, you didn't help the dude? Y'all fucking ran. I'm out of here. Here. Y'all ran? I wasn't there to help him. I was oh, there to teach him a lesson. He well, he learned it. That's he could have sure. got me sent to jail. He could have got somebody hurt. Hey, he <laughs> jumped on his own. You he got himself him. hurt. No, he jumped. Yeah, That's exactly. What I'm saying. You wouldn't have went to jail for so, that. So I'm like, I just walk over and like in a movie, dude. If I this <laughs> is like, this is what the fuck happens, dude. And then I walk off, right? And I'm telling my friends, like, let's go. So we go up to the top where the oh, land is. Shit. My fucking six four four guy, he's just looking. He's like, "Damn, man, we can't leave him there like that." I'm and I look at him. I'm like, "You're the biggest motherfucker here. The biggest fucking pussy. Let's go, dude." <laughs> so we leave. That dude's dead now. No, he No, he wasn't. The he scraped himself him. off the rock. <laughs> he scraped himself off the rock. He got himself home. Scrape. And the are you cop- serious? Yes, the cops showed up that night to my house. <laughs> the cops knew me in the neighborhood. They knew all of us in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. And then, then he, I was a knucklehead. And um, so he comes and like, again, I have my jewelry on and my mom's like, mijo, there's a cop in the front and he wants to talk to you. I'm like, I take oh, my, my jewelry, jewelry off. <laughs> I tell my brother, hey, dude, I'm about to go to jail. Like y'all get some money together to bail me out. And then I walk up front and the cop's like shining the light in my eyes. Of and course. he's like, so where you been tonight? And I'm like, I've been here. Where have you been tonight? Yeah. <laughs> been at your mama's house. Where you been? Like, don't bullshit a bullshitter. Where have you been? And I was like, I've been here. I've been here all night. Mom, have I been here? And she's like, he's been here all night. What's going on? And he was like, we have witnesses that, that describe you and that said that you assaulted this boy. Do you know this guy? And I said, yeah, I know that guy. That's my friend. That's one of my best <laughs> friends. What are you talking about? Why would I assault him? <laughs> he's like, well, he describes you. He said, you did. He's in the hospital right now. And I'm like, Dude, I don't know if he hit his head. I don't know what I, and, but half the people here in this neighborhood that are my age look like me. So if you had them describe me, uh, it could have have been half of my friends, man. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you little motherfucker. If I have evidence to, to, to come back and arrest. Yeah. Uh, he was like, I'm going to come back and arrest you. If I have evidence, I was like, what's. Sounds like you don't have evidence. Oh, you wouldn't be here now <laughs> yeah. asking me. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he was like, I could arrest you. And I'm like, dude, go for it. Arrest me. And he's like, you little motherfucker, I'll be back. That's and so cool. then he leaves and, um, and I'm like, oh shit. Like, I couldn't believe I got away with that. And for then now. the next day I'm in fucking biology class. And my friend that's, that was, that does the flinch thing. He, he walks by the window. He's like, come outside. Right. And I, I, I'm asleep in class and I pick my head up and I see it. And then I'm like, sir, I need to go to the restroom. He's like, no, you've been sleeping the whole class. Fuck no. And I'm like, you're going to stop me from going pee. And he was like, well, I can't stop you, but I'll have a, I'll have a pink slip for you. And I was like, well, they want me in the office anyway. So you might as well fucking ride it. Him, yeah. <laughs> right. So then I'll walk out and then, and then my buddy's like, dude, 
I, I knew what he was going to tell me, but he was like, Hey man, there's some detectives from SAPD here. Some shit. And they just pulled me in and they were questioning me. And I was like, so what'd you tell me? He's like, I told him I didn't know anything. I was like, are you sure? Yeah, that's what you told him. Cause you know what happened to the other guy, right? <laughs> no, he was like, you sure that's what you told him? He goes, yeah, that's what I told him. I said, all right, cool. So I walk into the office before they even called me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I go knew where you had to go. Yeah. So I see like, there's five principles, right? And I see the one with two guys in suits. So I just walk in that office and I'm like, Hey, I'm such and such. And I'm, sh I know y'all are looking for me. And he, they're like, uh, how did you know that? And I said, because, you know, a friend of mine came and told me that y'all just talked to him. And I cop went to my house last night, accusing me of some shit that I didn't do. Right. right and right. he was like, Oh, okay. We'll have a seat. Sit down. And he's like, okay. So he's like, how do you know this guy? I said, that's one of my good friends. I said, he's not one of my good friends anymore. Right. And go, well, why not? I said, because a cop came to my house saying that he was accusing me of right. some stuff that I didn't do. I don't know why. I don't know who he's covering for, but I didn't do it. And he was like, um, so they're describing you and they're saying you did it. And I'm just like, I, I know that's what I heard, but I didn't do it. And you know, my mom will tell you that I was at the house all night. And they're like, okay, you understand if we get evidence, we can come back and arrest you for blah, 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 whatever it was, right? Statute of limitations have yeah, expired yeah, yeah, on yeah, that. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, nobody, they've described you like that. Well, where's the picture? I want to see yeah, it. Yeah, where's the know? picture? Yeah. God, that's good. That's but you know, crazy. what's crazy is like that guy's not on social media. Oh, you look for him? Well, he hit the oh, rocks. He, yeah, I'm he's, sure. he's, he's, he's dead, dude. Looking, yeah. He's not dead. He, did he come back to school? Yeah, he did come back to school and he hated me. Was like, he was was yeah. he in the special classes after that? <laughs> he wasn't. He did have a was helmet. Was he in a wheelchair? No. I thought he was playing football because he had a helmet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you turned him It's like, that's great. He's in sports now. That's awesome. Aww. I fixed him. But he's not in uh, social media, so I wonder how much that obviously not in the affected the direction of his life. It, pretty bad. Yeah. He's definitely Probably. dead now. That is crazy. It's a dude jump. Oh, shit. I mean, it didn't affect the rest of his life because he had no life after that moment. After hitting the <laughs> rocks. I mean, like, and then uh, you described it. He scraped himself off. He scraped. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to come back and get that later. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Go to the hospital. Wait, peeled, he peeled himself off. Yeah, that's better. And just crawled yeah. his way, way all the way. Crawled home. all the way home. Are we He's like that was the worst five hours, and he lived a mile up. I don't see how he could have uh, described anybody scraping himself off. I think he looked. Yeah, I don't know. After hitting yeah. the rocks, I don't know how he could describe. That's why I said anybody. he hit his head. He was just the first person he could remember. I rode the bus, the bus home every day. He could remember me easily. Yeah, he hit his head. That's, but the cop that. That's part of the story that's kind of crazy too. The cops calling you motherfucker. Oh, the cop hated me. Yeah, uh, Officer Hogan. That dude really? hated me. Yeah. Because he no could never, evidence. I've never been to jail a day in my life. Wow. Ever. Never even close. I mean, close to jail like that, but I've never been to jail because they could never pin me pin down on shit. That's why he hated it. That's why you're a murderer now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he's not friends with him on Facebook. He yeah. can't find him. Yeah, I can't find him. Can't find so him. weird. Probably because his head is shaped a little different. Oh my God. <laughs> Stuffed him in one of them Ben Franklin fucking walls. Dude. <laughs> yeah. It's... That's do you remember his name? Or yeah, I know his name. Oh my God. He's, oh. Sounds like a white dude. He is a, was a white dude. <laughs> the name like that, he kind of deserves it. He is it. a white, was a white dude. <laughs> I don't know. Was. 
Yeah. My yeah. concussion turned him black. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Him and Mike swap bodies. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the worst thing I've ever done to anybody, and I didn't even do it. He did it to Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't under, like you said, you stepped aside. <laughs> I didn't even step aside. Uh, I was in front of him. I didn't even, I had, I had no, I was like, what are you doing? Like, the guy flinched at him, and uh, he tried he to bum ran. rush him. Oh, my God. Wrong. The worst guy. I did was not, not help him. him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't have caught him. Or say stop. Stop. No. He wouldn't have stopped. Or we just like, no, don't go. I told him not to he do it. He would have listened to you if yeah, you just would have. stop. Hey, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Stop. Wrong way, oh. moron. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to scrape Exit yourself up that later. Way. <laughs> you could have saved that dude's Fucking life by just saying man. stop. I could have ended it too. You could have threw him on top of Yeah, He was right there. He wasn't moving. Yeah. <laughs> He's not crying anymore, guys. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Dude. That is hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, but it's funny. Yeah. I have to I'll make a bit out of that. I'm going to have to. Go course, for it. Of course, 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 give you all the props. Yeah. Too, but I'm I used to, to sell expired, expired lunch meat as a, as a 10-year-old at bars. Like my mom, Why would anybody buy it? Because <laughs> I'm so cute. Oh, and then I'm talking Spanish to them and I, they know I don't know Spanish because of the way I'm saying the things, yeah. but it was just like, they, they're drunk and they need food, yeah, right? True, true, and yeah. they don't know it's expired. I We scraped the dates off and put a new date oh, on it. Oh, I thought you was like making it. No, I said, look, before it gets No, any- you don't <laughs> tell them. Before it gets any worse. <laughs> I, I want to sell this to you. A nice price. Is it me or has H-E-B been selling some old shit lately? Oh, shit. Uh, is it just me? I don't know. No? Might be the time of day you go. Maybe? You think so? You Why? Because kind of like what toward the end of the day. I would take day, advice on food. To, to, toward the end of the day, if the meat's been out oh, all day. Is that what you're saying? Is that, uh, no, sometimes like I'll buy it. And I noticed they have that yellow sticker on it. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to sell it. It's marked down. It's probably because it's been there yeah. a while. Well, I'm sure it's it, probably what it is. Yeah. yeah. Or buy it if you're going to make it that day. Because it's probably <laughs> close to expiration. But, like, but it's cheaper. <laughs> well, it is cheaper. I don't know. Because I thought ever since I've been telling that story, fucking. HGP's <laughs> on it. Probably. Yeah. Dude, no, because I, a Lunchable. Fucking, I sent my kid to camp the other day with a Lunchable I bought the night before. I remember because I was like, fuck, we're out of Lunchables. We got to go at (laughs) night to buy Lunchables. And then I send it the next day. And then my son's mom sends me a a text and she's like, Hey man, you send them the kids with uh expired. With, with expired lunchables. That's why when you go to look for like, lunchables, you gotta get the ones in the back. <laughs> there's there's mold. <laughs> the ones in the back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they stock they put they, in the they back of the bus. The, yeah, they put the fresh ones in the back and the ones up front. Ah, so fresh longest. and so clean. Yeah, so gotta grab the ones in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the those are the ones with the fresh cookies in it. And the so, bread, if you yeah. you need to get from the bottom or the top, because that's where they stock the fresh bread. What? Mm-hmm. The Lunchable. How do you know so much about food? <laughs> Lunchables <laughs> fucking smack though, bro. Yeah, no. I don't like them. No, I like, like some of them. Not even just the but now they're making ones? the sub ones, dude. Oh, oh those, I've tried those. those. I don't find those too often though. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I like the Lunchables because I take them out on my on, on my routes with me. Because a lot of times we don't have time to stop. Do you have stop. like a little ice chest with you? Like a I little do. cooler? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to have that. Dude, you should just take a camera with you. I bet you it's... I do have my uh, camera. I, when, cool. I first, I, when I first started that route, I used to carry my <laughs> uh, body cam on me because like you say, the dogs, I was uh-huh. more worried about the dogs and I didn't know the neighborhood yet. So if I ever got attacked by a dog, I'd have yeah. my camera to say, hey, well, that's who did it. Or but don't you need it. to have the, the camera on your back? 
The Why? dog is going to be behind you most well, of the time. Well, no. Well, it depends. <laughs> yeah, if I walk into a yard and I don't see him at first. Yeah. Which had to happen to me. Uh, oh, I, you didn't know I, there was I, a I dog? Went, no. Uh, I went to, um, I think it was Pecos. I went to help Pecos out. Uh-huh. And they didn't tell me. Like, sometimes our scanners are programmed to say, be careful at this location. Mm-hmm. This location has a dog or has been. Well, the location uh-huh. didn't have. Didn't oh tell me about the dog. Oh. And I walked in and it just so happened that the dog was around the corner of the house. Uh-huh. And before I got to the house, he comes out and it was, uh, they had the uh, bricked in fence, you know, the it's brick. Yeah. And when I walked in, it was a fucking German shepherd. Oh no. And when that fucker came at me, I I swallowed my nutsack. I was, was like, German. oh my shit. I took off running and clear. Well, now he did grab the back of my, my pants. Got bit in the ass by the day. Well, not, he didn't get my ass, but he got my pants. And Damn. I, uh, and I'm like, well, I would have been, and at that time I didn't have my dog spray on me. Oh, so no. I had, but. Uh, dog spray? Did I ask you? Oh, what? Pepper spray. Pepper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have pepper <laughs> so spray and, and, a, and a horn, a horn, a loud. Oh, horn. really? Yeah. That backs them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Ooh. it startles them. What about oh. treats? Well, we can give, we can, we can carry. You're the like treat. I say, well, I used <laughs> to, to like carry. Distract them. Yeah. Well, a lot of times <laughs> they don't. You know, if they don't you try to throw no that tree, they like may not even see it, and then you just. But uh, like, that's that why they give us the horn or the meat. pepper spray and the horn, because if you pull out, it's really like it'll startle them, and it gives you, and they think twice even if have, they recover from. Have you ever had a dog try to hump your leg? Uh, not on my route, my own dog, yes. <laughs> but but your not dog's on the route. I have three cocker spaniels, so yeah. That's why we cut his nuts off because I got yeah. tired of him humping my leg. I think you can have some good content from your job. Oh, man. Some of the stories uh, I could tell you. I know. Uh, some of the shit that's happened. I. <laughs> <laughs> which reminded me and I crack jokes all the time I uh-huh. do I had a customer I'm gonna start it out this way I had a customer came to the door because I had a uh, certified letter to deliver which required a signature mm-hmm. I, I don't answer that customer fine. come to the door in a see-through negligee oh. and when I opened the door sir why are you dressed like th- <laughs> 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 and I asked him, I said, sir, <laughs> does your wife know you went in her I need her signature. As exact, I swear to goodness. He can't, I'm like, I didn't know if he was gay or he was just. He's fine. But he can't, and a white see-through negligee. Whoa. And I was like, sir. <laughs> Does your wife know you're wearing her outfit? And I do need a signature. <laughs> I need her signature on this letter. So I that was that was one of the funniest hey, things. Is it on your regular route? <laughs> it was when I first started. So it was oh, on what okay. we call the auxiliary oh. route, the, the new route. I was being. Oh, the new fucking. The new motherfuckers to go. Hey, y'all gotta yeah, go to the motherfucking. The, don't go to ten oh nine because that's uh, why. There's a weirdo there. That's why. And they're Mr. like, if Mel they can Man, survive that. You want to yeah. fuck me? I oh, also had a do- another German Shepherd story, by the way, huh? uh, which was fun. As a matter of fact, I used it in a bit. Or, but he was a German Shepherd, and his name was Rin Ten Ten. That's what they actually called him, Rin Ten Ten. Rin Ten Ten? And uh, he used to, it's when a- I walked by, he would try to jump over the fence all the time. And- they were to, they were told they told me that you know when you go by that address be careful don't walk too close to the fence you know kind of angle out and walk around mm-hmm. because he tries to jump it <laughs> well you know I'm like well if he hasn't cleared it yet you know <laughs> but one day I had actually was walking by it and I don't know if 
it was the person before, but he was caught up on top of the fence mm-hmm. by his nuts. Exactly. The dog? Yeah, he didn't clear oh, it. He hadn't cleared it. Oh, no. And he was just hanging there. So I went and got, so I went to the door and rung the door. I said, hey, man, your dog is caught up on the fence. And uh, I made a, a Hey, your dog's dinner. nuts. Well, <laughs> they... I guess got him down because he was gone the next day. So I said, I guess he's not called Ren 1010. He's just called Ren because he left his two tens on the (laughs) fence back there. But I thought that, but after that, uh, Ren 1010 wasn't jumping to try to clear that fence. So, but I thought that was some of the weirdest shit I've ever seen too. Oh, is his nuts like on the floor? I don't know. Just know that he was caught. You know, he's joking around. Oh, you can see. Was he, he crying? Caught. Oh, hell yeah. He was whimpering like a motherfucker. Cry as much And as that's why was. I went to go, you know, get his owner or whoever's at the house. I said, hey, man, your dog's caught up on the They're floor. like, yeah, we're neutering him. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dude, what if they try to pull him off? And, I, and like I said, I don't know the, how. Like, like I said, I'm on a time Right. Thing, so I don't know how they got him down, but I did my part to let him know his dog's nuts. Is yeah, he went and notified him. somebody. He didn't just leave him fucking yeah. laying in the hey, I, didn't I, didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even splattered on the box of the rocks down he below. Didn't have to yeah. scrape him off. I, went, yeah, yeah. I, I bet you that dog has a social media now. Cut him off, but I didn't scrape him off. So. <laughs> <laughs> he scrapes himself off. <laughs> well, yeah, I've, I've seen some weird shit, man. I've had some weird shit. So. Mike Shields, next time you're going to be in San Antonio is August? Uh, yeah. yeah. The, August. Oh, um, that's next month. I mean, that's next week. 18th. Yeah, 18th pretty fucking much. Yeah, 18th, 19th. It's like three weeks. August 18th, 19th. Yeah. Hopefully we come back with Will you them. be coming uh, with them? I will, because what we're doing when we do the uh, Big Spring show, we're all driving together. Oh, and okay, we were you. thinking, you know, if you guys wanted us, we'd come mm-hmm. in and come straight here before we do the Austin show. That way we could do that and then they get the rest and you know for the show yeah uh, so i told them that you guys were interested if the coming to studio and whether you'd want to do it here or maybe even go over to the uh, bobby's uh oh upsta- that would be cool upstage lounge and see if we could set up over there and do it over there i don't know however you guys want to do it or if you're trip- that would probably be even better if it's gonna be six of us travels yeah yeah. So. yeah but let me know and like i said i'll let them know uh what you guys want to do we appreciate you for setting that for helping setting that up. Oh man, I thought that they they wanted to be here today to do be a part of this one, mm-hmm. you know. But they thought maybe we'd do it by Zoom. Mm-hmm. So and I said, well, I don't know if they you know set anything up by Zoom or yeah. not. But uh, and uh, Alan was like, man, you know, man, I wish we could have been here today with you. Oh, I said, well, you know, I'm gonna talk it up a little bit, you know. Yeah, it, props, I mean, so. we did it with with um, Craig Great. Shoemaker. He's he lives oh, in Berkeley, you? in Berkeley, uh-huh. California, and we we zoomed in Zoom. with him. But it's better in person. It's always better yeah. in person. Yeah. 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 personal feeling and yeah. those guys i mean they're they're, they're, they're fun alan I, like i said alan was on the show with me with uh michael winslow and mm-hmm. uh when i first saw alan uh he was with mario salazar doing mm-hmm. a show in midland and it was the first time i met him when he came out i said dude he was, was a funny motherfucker man i mm-hmm. said i'm gonna have to bring you to you know my lake of the woods mm-hmm. you know and i brought him to uh, uh san angelo dude did that show and he killed it there too and he said man me and you, we're we going to start some shit. We're going to start some, you know, some good shit. So mm-hmm. I did him the show with Michael Winslow and he hooked me up with Omar. So yeah. uh, we got a nice little uh, com- combination of both, you know, uh, I, I forget the name of his 
brand, you know, but his brand and my brand. Yeah. Uh, we've been combining it together. So, because nice. I wanted to name, you know, because his father does the joke or does the uh, show me the money, you know. Yeah. The, I said, well, let's call this one show me <laughs> the funny. Yeah, right. It's show brother. me the funny. Show yeah. me the funny. But they wanted to call it We Out Here Tours. We Out Here. We'll do a Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It looks like they're filming it. It looks like they're filming some of them. Uh, I, I, like I said, together, uh, I'm, he sent me a video mm-hmm. uh, to help advertise it, but I don't know if. I know they're not filming it in, in Big Spain, not whether they're doing it in San Angelo or uh, San Antonio here. I don't know. Yeah. So. Um, what's the pinnacle of this for you? What's the pinnacle of this for you? What's the top if you can? Uh... I would like, like I said, uh, so, um, heard me say, uh, I'd like to, I would love the opportunity if ever uh, to meet Kevin Hart and maybe even mm-hmm. open over. I, I I would open. I don't even have to feature. Just yeah. open. Just come out on stage and say, "Oh my God!" You know, I'm opening for Kevin Hart. Uh, I would love to do that. I mean, I, I've done none of you Health Hughley. I've done uh, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, Mike Epps, John Witherspoons, John uh, Stevo, some of those guys. But the top of the ladder it would be yeah. great, man. If I ever got to do a show with them, with him. Awesome. We'll see if we can make it happen. Oh, I'm, you know, like I said, and then I figure with me being in what I call the system or the business of the system, mm-hmm. one day it'll be possible because uh, a buddy of mine, uh, and if you, I can't remember the movie it was, uh, his name is Sean Jones, uh, did a movie with him and Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. And through Jamie Foxx, Sean got a uh, spot on Kevin Hart's show. Horrible Bosses? Uh was uh-huh. it there he is, Sean Jones. Oh, wait, that's Sean Jones. Horrible. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> and Jamie Foxx hooked him up with Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. and he got to do a his stand-up on Kevin. Kevin Hart had a show mm-hmm. uh, of comedians, and uh, I can't remember, but he also knows he's good friends now with Kevin Hart. Yeah. So my way to right. hopefully get in, and me and Sean Jones are good friends. So. Is that how you think of it? Like you're always a couple people away? You're it's like, always oh, okay, who you know, away. because who you know gives that other person say whether or not he's good people or not. Right. Uh, Pierre, uh, if you know Pierre, he was in the movie with Holly Berry and mm-hmm. uh, what was that show they did? Uh, and A.J. Johnson, who is now dead, I did work with him too. He was a point so, guard for the Spurs, right? Not that A.J. Oh, Johnson. Was, uh, from uh, Friday's. From Friday. My, my neck, my back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Halle Berry. Uh, he came to do a show for me because of who he knew and they knew me. He said, no, Mike's good people. Go do the show. So he did. Mm-hmm. And we did him in San Angelo and I did him in Midland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's uh, usually if you're in good with who you know, right. that helps a lot. You know, because yeah. a lot of times they're not going to say, oh, I don't know that person. I ain't doing that shit. Yeah. So uh, Tiffany Haddish, yeah. she's another one uh, I have opportunity uh, to possibly do a show with. I would love to do a show with when she's back into stand-up. She's doing movies more so now yeah. because she's good friends with April Macy, right? who was on Snoop Dogg's uh, Bad Girls of Comedy <laughs> with Tiffany Haddish, where they're good friends. And Tiffany Haddish also had her on They Ready. Mm-hmm. So they're good friends. So she said, well, whenever... Tiffany's not busy. Well, she'll try to make that happen. So that's another one. As far as a female comedian, that's I would cool. love to get on stage. Well, if you bring them to San Antonio, you know where they need to stop at, right? Oh, Mike? man, I do now, man. I'll tell you what, yeah. man. If anybody I get uh, bringing it. Well, like I said, a lot of time when I'm coming. As a matter of fact, April Macy is coming here. We're doing April Macy, Macy with Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot redhead. I don't know. If you I have some that. underwear like that, too. So April Macy's underwear? The, the Stars and Stripes. No, no, that's, that's, that's Victoria, Victoria Jackson. Jackson. Oh, damn it. April, look up April Macy. April Macy. What does she look like? Does she have a oh, rack? Oh my gosh. 
Beans oh, loves racks. Wait till you see April. Mason. I love racks. Hot oh, yeah. We're going to get her on? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing her here to San Antonio to uh, Bobby's uh, up, up, uh, upstage. But whenever you bring somebody to San Antonio, you're going to hard to bring them. She is funny. <clears throat> uh, she, would do, she would definitely do this. She would do me? Yeah. What? Let me, uh, look Eminem's up uh, Netflix. 46? Uh, Not much older than me. She has yeah. a spouse. She just got married to Ariel, and he's out of Italy. Or out oh. of Sicily. Oh, so he's out of the country, dude. No, even man, this motherfucker is loaded. Loaded. I mean, I envy. You should see. What you seen his uh, dick? That's him. Yeah. Oh, he is. You're way finer than that, yeah. Beans. I think you got this. Yeah, yeah but Beans doesn't have an accent. Door. That's where he Howard goes over. Stern. I do have a, a Texas accent. They both look Howard Middle Stern Eastern. Stern she what? She's a favorite on the Howard Stern radio show. Oh, really? She's vulgar. Oh man. All right. Like a sailor. <laughs> yeah. that, that right there yeah this show here she, she was on uh, with uh, Bad Girls of Comedy and They Ready with uh, Tiffany Haddish that one's a funny story yeah we need to that's, go to more that's, shows that's her, San Antonio that's where she's at I really enjoyed my time with you all right now man. She's, she's got uh, <laughs> she's got a, it's great man you guys need to come out to one more. yeah we went to we went to one last Thursday it was real fun yeah it was cool uh, looking to do a Thursday show mm-hmm. for uh there's another guy coming in. Uh, damn, I forgot his name now, but he just called me not too long ago. Uh, looking for, and I said, ooh, man, here in West Texas, it's hard to find a Thursday show. Oh, yeah. Uh, to where it's profitable mm-hmm. if you're coming in from out of town somewhere. So, yeah. Cool. Mike Shields, we appreciate you man, taking a this Sunday. This was fun, man. I yes, enjoyed sir. it. It's nice meeting the missus. Yeah, with the missus. <laughs> the missus is, the missus is back there. That's oh, the sisters. that's oh, okay, she's the missus. Okay, because I forgot her name, so I said the yeah. missus. She's so, a sister. Okay, um, the their sister. sister. Cool, dude. But it was fun, um, man. No relation to adding people to our staff and yeah, uh, probably trying to grow the studio a little bit. Probably man, branch out. You guys out doing a, a great thing here, man. You guys doing trying things. I hope it. Gets to the plateau you're hoping it reaches. Hey, if we get <laughs> we get the Mike Shields rub, we're gonna be all right. You know what I hey, mean? Hey, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna throw y'all's name out there every time I know somebody coming to the uh, San Antonio area. So yeah, we're building a little network ourselves. You know, so that's cool. I mean, it, I see what you're saying. Like the more you do it, the more people you talk oh, to, the yeah. more your network starts building up. But you like gotta add them to a roll of decks and keep does. keep track of and, that. And I, you know, they have a lot of. Uh, comedy that comes through san antonio so yeah. maybe to you know give you guys a little bit more uh Capitalize press on it. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. it would be good to, hey man if you guys get the chance man contact these people and let them do a podcast show for y'all yeah if y'all yeah. put y'all on the map and put it up more out there for a san antonio show well, or wherever they're going well, i think i want to ask before you go do you think like um so comedians are traveling every fucking day and it's kind of the same routine do you think the podcast thing for like us, it's like, hey, you know what? You're in town. You're probably just sitting at a hotel. Come just chill and talk. Mm-hmm. You think that is beneficial? Not just beneficial. To attractive them? to them? Attractive to them, yeah. Any press that they can get to help promote a show, if they have the time to do it or the energy, because they do travel a lot. Uh, we did, uh, when I did uh, uh, Winslow, we had a, a radio interview, uh, which we had uh, and two radio interviews, but because he was so tired, we could only do the one. But any press that they can get to where it helps promote the show that they're about to do, oh yeah, they're all for it. Yeah, because if they've got seat butts in the seats, laughter creates laughter. So even if they look at our subscribership and see eighty six followers, Ooh, we're up to eighty nine. <laughs> That's what this morning. You up to what? Up to eighty nine. I tell you what, but. 
For real. A lot of times, remember what I said, a lot of times who you know in the business or what you say, people will take, you know, cohort and say, oh, really? They're that good? I say, yeah, mm. I, I would recommend you doing it because I think once you help them lift their date and they'll put it out there to help, you know, put the show out there. And, and they might not even go and look at your channel. How do you taking think, your word for it. How do you think Omar decided to do this here? Your word for yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I told him about it. So he said, oh, man, let's do that. And I said, cool. So That's why I try not to offend you today. It's who, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Try not to say, especially with Omar and him. I don't know about Charles, but with Omar, and him, you know, we what? already got him. <laughs> yeah, once Omar's now, here, it's a wrap. <laughs> let him lead into maybe the N word or something. Don't, don't say it. Don't say it first. Yeah, let him say it. <laughs> That's it. I'm out of here, Mike. I'm fucking you up later. Right? <laughs> we haven't had a guest end in the podcast. Walk out so, on the show. So Omar, did you have a nigga hallway? <laughs> 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 hey man, we just, and we just had a class reunion just last month. Oh no! At, 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 oh, at the back home, and it's funny. Did because you go? No, I tried to. I had a show, mm. and they he know me now. He got locked outside when he tried going. And, uh, <laughs> and they wanted me to show because they know I'm the comedian mm. this way. And they want to. Matter of fact, Damn. I'm supposed to do a show out there. Uh, I did a show out there like three years ago, and uh, there was hoping I would come back so I could perform out there for, for my old class school. Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Um, but I couldn't go this time. I said, well, y'all got to change it. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was fun, man. Thank y'all for inviting yes, me. Thank, thank you for coming, coming back. back. Can't I wait to see you again in three weeks. I'll definitely come back, yes. What are your upcoming yes. shows? Let me know about Well, I've got next Saturday, I'm in uh, with Chris, as a matter of fact. Uh, I'll be in uh, Ar Laredo, Ar Arling, Arredo or some shit. Uh, with Chris, we're doing a uh, jam fest jamboree for the military. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be doing that uh, on next weekend. Uh, I'm looking to build a show in Odessa at my new venue, which, like I said, with Mario Salazar. Uh, we're looking to build that show here in August. August the 12th, I'll be in Wichita Falls at Legends uh, with uh, Scott White, uh, a good friend of mine, good comedian, and uh, Joe Moffat. Uh, we'll be doing a show over there, uh, which has got a nice stage a nice uh collective crowd for comedy over there so that's nice. kind of cool so i'm getting out man all over the place i got invited today to do possibly go to georgia i don't know in georgia but i find the time georgia. to do that it's a new thing but that's in october so that's a little ways now and like i said i'm looking forward to my trip to costa rica mm -hmm. in september so who knows yeah. what'll come off come out of that once i once i hit that uh that that thing that's cool. Is this the most momentum you've gotten, or I mean, you feel like you're getting more momentum than ever? I am because it's every year, or from the time I started to the time I actually build my label, mm -hmm. uh, and 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 the it's built, and it keeps mm -hmm. getting to me. It keeps getting you know a little bit bigger and bigger and bigger, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah. And I wish you know I could have you know more time to where I could travel, get out more so myself. Right. If that ever you know came to be to where I wanted to take off, I, yeah. I would get more involved. And because of this year where I've decided to venture out a little bit more, I've been, you know, asked to do a lot more shows as well. So as a matter of fact, another buddy, I don't know, he's from, I think here or Austin one his, his, with the same last name, Ryan Shields. Mm -hmm. We're about to do two shows together. <clears throat> uh, I'm about to do a show with him in Oklahoma also in August. Oh, so, yeah. yeah so I, Oklahoma City? Yep. Yeah. Don't bomb it. Two shows. Oh, oh man. I, well, you know, the, the I'm a veteran, one of the uh -huh. members of the Veterans of Comedy. Well, oh, that's yeah, our home that area mm. there as well. So uh, when I go over there, I hope not to bomb because yeah. <laughs> they already know us there. So yeah. I've never <laughs> been there, but our home office is there. And the, 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 oh, the, yeah. the presidents there are, are from Oklahoma City. So 
Take him out the system. He wasn't funny. <laughs> I know. I, well, that was funny because they came to me because I was, they found me in the system. And when they, uh, uh, Eric Knowles was another buddy of mine. Uh, he came, I, I brought him in to do a show for me in Midland. And uh, that's where he first saw me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when they, when I started building my market up in San Angelo and he said, Hey man, I want to bring you into our organization and let's do something together. And, uh, that's how I got into their organization because they thought it was funny enough to get in it. And there's only like 13, 15, 16 members out of Oklahoma, uh, Texas, me and Chris. And there's another city. I forgot what city it is, but there's. Sweet. We're, yeah. So awesome. Cool. All right. Thanks again, man. We appreciate you yeah, coming out and we great. look forward to the next time we have you on. Appreciate and, the um, invite. We appreciate you. We respect you. We love watching your success. And Good, man. I appreciate y'all letting me come out here. I drove all this way for y'all today. Well, we'll get you, yeah, next time awesome. we're here, we'll get your shirt. Yes. Yes, most definitely. You know, yeah, August, I've got shirts. August 18th. I have him and yes, Omar. And yes, then yes. I'll, I'll bring a variety of shirt sizes for y'all. Yeah, oh, that'd yeah. be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we're at Costa Rica. i got shirts from all the places I've been, so I make a collection. So, yeah, yeah that'd be we'll great. Get you one. Great. Be great. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you guys. so much, Mike appreciate Shields. Yes. That's a wrap.